Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we will be bringing in a guest host to rank our favorite movies from a certain year. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy the show. Listener beware, we'll be spoiling the shit out of all of these movies. Here we go again. Another year in review, 1982, which one of us seems to think was a piss poor year. Yep. And you're wrong. It's a lot of sci-fi bullshit is what I got out of this year. I mean, this Mm. was kind of the height of horror and the man action comedies. There was a few horrors, but not like, not a lot. There was a shitty Friday the 13th. Yep. (laughs) I mean, mean, let's be real here. All but the first were shitty Friday the 13th. Yeah, but let's just be real. Like Everything I saw for this year was sci-fi. Sci-fi. It felt like everything was sci-fi this year. And Uh, I am not a sci-fi person. And I've only got two, well... I guess four could be argued in the sci-fi, but like there two were, actual sci-fi movies. There were a lot of good drama <laughs> movies this year, but they were like three fucking hours long. Like, yeah, I'm not huh. watching that. I refuse to watch anything over two and a, two hours. There were a couple four in that were really long too. Yeah, there were one. Four. I well, I'll mention it later. It's not on my list, but I've seen it when I was a kid, and I remember thinking it was good. But it's literally three hours long. I was yeah. like, I'm not sitting. I know this. exactly. Especially foreign. What, I, can't, I know exactly what one you're talking about. Because of subtitles. I'm like, I can't sit for three hours with subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, tough. I just, it's just not my movie type of a year. There's a lot that I was reading the descriptions and seeing what the genre is. And it's a lot of good scores, too. Yeah, but it's just not that that always is the end all be all, but yeah, not my type of movie year. There's some and action, the movies some good dramas that are actually on my list. I don't remember because I just saw it once and I was like, yeah, that was okay. I'm curious where our I'm curious where our I'm picturing you as Rachel Dratch as Debbie Downer right now. Just, <laughs> Um, like we could really curious. drop this down to seven and the worst. Like that's how I kind of. Well, I'm not I doing that. I want to talk about all these bitches. Well, I'll t- I'll put my minute in on my movie. Well, just don't check out. I won't. Check I knew out they called the you the podcast. Minute Man. Well, <laughs> a minute, but I pleasured during that minute. <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> no, I make them come. <laughs> Good work. Ten times in a half hour. Yeah, you want me to pull that video <laughs> up? Because I, I had a it. vibrator in my hand. <laughs> well, you gotta put, okay, you let's gotta just also move on. put your butt plug in. I'm really curious where our if we're all gonna share a worst or how our worst because there's like three, two or three where I'm like, oh, I could see this being worse just because I of had a certain two aspect. In my head, yeah. Well, you go ahead first though, there, kiddo. I don't know why you called you kiddo. Just go ahead. <laughs> well, again, I wrote in blue. Not good. Jesus. <laughs> But mine was Tootsie. That's mine, too. That was the one of two that I would have chosen. 7.4 on IMDb, Meta 88, Tomato 90. I kind of like this movie, though. Audience 81%. Worldwide 177.3 million. We'll round up, I guess. I don't fucking care. Um, Budget 21 million. Director Sidney Pollock. Pollock. Whatever the fuck. Dustin Hoffman, Jessica Lange, Terry Agar. And Dabney Coleman. 
That's Bill Murray too. Yeah, I forgot. Charles Durning. Did you rewatch this? I only watched First time it once. watching it. It was yeah. on Hulu, I think, wasn't it? I think that's where I watched it on. It was streaming somewhere. This too. is one of my this is one of my mom's favorite movies. But she's a huge Dustin Hoffman. You could Hoffman not fan. you could not make that nowadays. Like a hard a time actor going into a uh yeah, I don't whatever think they, make they wouldn't and turn himself into an actress and it's like a misdoubt fire fucking scenario. Yeah, like for sure. I do like do I do like like having not watched it in a long time till recently, the how it gets there is because he's such an asshole to work with. Yeah. And you realize like, oh, it's it's because it's like his only option. But I don't it's like and it might be I I'm gonna I have an idea what your worst might be, maybe. But there is an aspect of like I don't there's some jokes in it, but I don't think they're making fun of. It's more about him, him being yeah, a failure, uh, and like it's almost. It does age the worst. It's my age the worst. But like, there's something about there's a point being made of like, well, oh, women bit. don't get great roles. Well, let's also sometimes. put it this way: he's one ugly. <laughs> oh yeah, he looks terrible. He's like, a horrific looking woman. His friend that he makes, her dad's trying to hit on him. Yeah. Or her, or it, yeah. I guess that some of that is more like where it's like, like oh. it's just <laughs> man, my mom put your loves dick back movie. in your pants because he doesn't have anything to give you. He's just gonna give you a dick up your ass. Just Lang looking good back then. Yeah, Terry Gar too. Gar look good too. Um, she plays kind of a crazy bitch. Yeah. Though he doesn't treat her well, but still. Yeah, I mean, he kind of just kind of crazy run trods all over. Her, but Lang won. Did Hoffman win for this? No, he was not. Um, ben Kingsley won for Gandhi. Oh, that's right. It was a three horse race. I would, my the third is going to be mentioned. Later. So Lang was the only one that did she win? I didn't realize Jessica that. Lang won supporting. Oh, okay. Um, but it was nominated for like ten. I could see Hoffman does a great job. He's a great actor, but yeah. And forty years You're ago, not... I'm, I'm sure there was a case for him to win. You're not going to be able to do that same no. movie today. No. no, you with the Me Too and all this bullshit going on. Yeah, this is a no go. You can't remake this. Can I mention something real quick? Not to get off tangent, but I thought of this. I had to mention this on the way over. I was thinking about the Jeremy Renner situation. Yeah, and how I don't know if you've heard, but his legs were pretty mangled. He could potentially he lose a leg. He know. could still. Yeah, and I thought of the Bill Burr where I'm like. Jeremy Renner can get all, and that was terrible. I was like, Jeremy Renner can get all the handicap parts. Like, you can be like, and I was like, Bill Burr was wrong. Because it's called acting, you <laughs> dumb fuck. But anyways, let's just move on. I just had to say that because yeah. it reminded me of that. But yeah, I don't have much to say about this film. I mean, I actually kind of, did you, soap did you watch this again? Yeah, it's a, I don't want to see it once. Um, I kind of like, like it, But actually. it's a soap opera part that he tried to get and he got it. They tried to extend his Dorothy contract, Marcus. but he didn't want them to extend his contract. That's when he outed himself. And yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he the, didn't want to do it forever. He just, the whole story was he got the role just to work, fell in love with a co-worker who's a woman, mm-hmm. makes a pass at her as a woman. She's like, oh, no. Then the woman he's in love with, husband, or dad, starts falling in love with her, her as yeah. a man. Like it, I mean, it's just hygiene. And then she reveals her stuff on a live show because the one guy can't do shit live. Like, yeah, there's something wrong where they have something to do happened where they had to. Do I do love the one guy, the actor on the show, the guy that plays like the head doctor. That he just 
he's a fucking idiot. He just keeps looking <laughs> yeah. like he keeps turning his head towards the like teleprompter and stuff. Yeah. He's just like, look at me. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like that stuff's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Bill Murray didn't have much to do in this film. I was kind of surprised they kind of. No, just, like, he was under- just kind of. It might have been one of his earlier. I know Stripes is eighty one, but it's, maybe he wasn't like totally a big big actor. Actor. Well, I mean, Caddyshack had happened. Oh so. yeah, you're right. Yeah, he just he didn't just get much to name. do. Terry Gar though, I liked her in this. Yeah, I like her. I mean, Young Frankenstein and shit. Yep. Like, yeah, I mean, is she in Close Encounters? Or am I thinking of another blonde? I don't remember to be honest. I have to rewatch that. Seventy seven. 78, whatever year that is. Six, I think. But I could Somewhere be wrong. there. Yeah. But yeah, that's my choice. Did you, I mean, you say it's the worst and can't be made. To, more can't be made today. Uh, did you like the movie? It was all right. Yeah. I'm kind of I mean, it. It, yeah, was I think it's, it was fine. Is this your first like, time? First time watching it. Oh, okay. I, saw, I used to watch it with my mom once in a while. Like I say in this <laughs> era, 1982, there's not a movie of like, Holy, well, there's only one, but none of the movies were good. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, they were okay. They were watchable. I don't felt like I was wasting my I time watching I watched a couple them. that didn't make my list where I was like, yeah, this is just fine. But, again, like, <laughs> this, this to me, is the most, the, the year that's just blah. That's how 85 was to me. 85 was blah. Yeah, 82 is just a very blah for me. 82 is pretty damn good. Like, maybe there's... top-heavy for me, but... Let's let's keep her moving, because I feel like you're going to do this, like, every movie. Yeah, I probably am. (laughs) Fucking want-want Debbie Downer over here. Come on. Get a little pep in your step here. I wiped out your worst. Yeah, that was my worst. So, I was going between two. It was that one and this one. And I actually really liked this movie, but you couldn't make it today. 48 Hours. Oh, no, that's not what I was thinking of. But, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb is 6.9, Metascore is 71, Rotten Tomatoes of 94% tomato meter, which boggles my mind. 69% audience. Had a $12 million budget. Domestically, $78,868,508 without a worldwide release. It's directed by Walter Hill. Written by Roger Spottiswood. Walter Hill, Larry Gross, and Stephen E. D'Souza. I mean, buddy cop. It's kind of a buddy cop, cop criminal. Um, Nick Nolte is a cop who kind of recruits Eddie Murphy, who's in lockup, to help him solve a case and let him go. And there is some wild racist shit oh, in this movie. There's some ends in this movie. A bunch of them. I didn't. I've I've seen this when I was a kid. It's not on my list. I, I. I really didn't I had think I would have had was... to I would have had to rent it and I was like I don't want to rent this. I really didn't think this was this year. That's how I told you about it. I know we watched would it. We didn't made... watch it for this year. Would this have made your shit? Oh no, I'm thinking <laughs> of the other one we watched for last year with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's had back to back to back. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of the start of his run. Last year was Trading Places. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Which was of. also I watched this one. This was my uh, Eddie Murphy movie. We did with the lady we do the podcast with, like, what's your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? And I did that because we decided we couldn't do Beverly Hills Cop. And what uh, I can't remember what you did, but you did I the other do obvious Beverly Hills one. Cop because it was just we just said that's the obvious choice. Oh, okay, for an Eddie Murphy film. Well, Daddy Daycare wasn't a 
I mean, that's a good one. But... Oh, really? I've never seen that. that is, that's a good flick. Doctor Doolittle <laughs> two. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I didn't rewatch it because I had watched it for that podcast, which was about ten months ago. But I know they end up in a white bar, and Eddie Murphy's doing his trolling shit, and he's getting called everything. That's right. And there was some... Reggie Hammond, right? Yes. Character's name? There was some overt sexual assault, if I remember correctly, also. So, yeah, I mean... Harvey Weinstein approves. You just can't make this movie as it is today. Just wouldn't fly. But that being said, I really enjoy it. It's a it's been a movie. while. It's been a while. I wanted to see it because I thought it would probably be on the back half. I have it on DVD. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't streaming anymore. This is Murphy's like first movie or first big movie. It's his first it? main role, I believe. Yeah. Because like people forget, even in Beverly Hills, which is eighty four. Eighty four. He was the only first like twenty three or twenty four years old. Like so, that means in this, he's only twenty one or twenty two. Like he was yeah. a kid. I mean, hot, probably hot off of Saturday Night Live, but even like his stand-up specials hadn't hit yet. No, he so. didn't do Raw or Delirious yet. Nolte, I always like Nolte. Yeah, he's a little crazy. He's had these some problems. Days, yeah, but, he's had problems. But he's always he's well, funny. Even, even back then, he had. I think I chose Daddy, Daddy Daycare, didn't I? Did you? I think I did. I was just making a joke, and that's what you chose. Yeah, what he else loves was? It. That's a I good mean, fuck. coming to America's '88. That's decent. It's decent. Fucking awful. The first one's fine. I never watched the second one. I had no desire to watch the second one. You don't like coming to America? No. Like at all? Uh, McDowell's? It's got, there's some funny shit in that. I, the first Nutty Professor was pretty good. I, yeah. I'm, as a kid, yes. As an Hercules. Adult, no. Yeah, I can't imagine it age. Oh, it's well, fine. But, yeah. As a kid, yes. As an adult, no. What's the one with Martin Lawrence where they go to prison? Life. I remember that being okay. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that. Two thousand ish, and apparently some of his like drama movies are we all got, right. He got nominated for Dreamgirls. Yeah, and just a couple and of years Dolomite ago, and the Dolomite movie is supposed to be pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, but that's what got him back to SNL like the first time in like thirty something years. But yeah, I liked the movie, just couldn't do it today. All right, back to you. All right, here's uh. My last throwing. The thing. What the, the thing fuck? is your throwing? Yeah. That's my number That's two. My number one. That's my number two. Mm. IMDb of 8.2. Meta 57. It's like X Machia all over again. Tomato 84%. Audience 92. Worldwide 19.6 million. We'll round down a little bit. Budget 15 million. Director John Carpenter. Has Kurt Russell. Wilfred Brimley, Keith David, Richard Manser, T.K. Carter, and David Clemson. The reason why this is a throw-in because it's not my style of a movie. It's a straight horror movie. It's, it's a sci-fi horror, by the way. It's okay. Okay. And so, it also almost wrecked our. <laughs> it did, did almost ruin our friendship. They, but they don't. <laughs> here's the thing, though. They don't really delve into the sci-fi element. They they do hard because no, the don't. alien aspect of this, yes, it does. Well, that's one of the things that makes this movie so fantastic is it's all practical effects. See, yeah, 
I am again. I haven't seen this in a while till I rewatched it. Just that opening with like the is it Finnish dudes? They Finnish? Uh, they're Danish. Danish, Finnish, I, think. I thought. But they're trying to shoot the wolf or the husky, the and dog. I, I kind of forgot about like that husky. I was like, oh, it's because the huskies. Well, they made the 2011 the thing. <clears throat> I never saw that. That's them. Like that movie ends with them chasing the fucking dog. Oh, that's kind of cool. Actually, the movie kind of sucked, but I liked. The but premise that's a cool premise. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the first time you see that and you're like, what the fuck? And just some of the like, yeah, the paranoia, like that's the great, it's a great paranoia movie of like, who is it? Even though you know it's not Russell, but it's like. Well, at the end you don't. Well, true. (laughs) But for the most part, you know Kurt Russell's the star because it's Kurt Russell. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, it's a good movie. It's just not my style of a movie again, but. I needed. I a, think of it more as like a gross movie than a the scary. I think it was it's, like yeah, it's kind of it's disgusting. Almost, it's got times. kind of a Cronenberg feel, body horror to it with yeah. the way the. But we didn't. I didn't rewatch this because I didn't need to. You didn't I did just because it had been, it, it had been a little though. while. I fucking love this movie. That's, That's awesome. I, saw it I well. think this is Carpenter's magnum opus. Myself, like yeah, better than I, Halloween. Oh, see, I love Halloween. Ooh, I love I for- Halloween, God too. God damn but... it, I forgot he did Halloween. Yeah, uh, This I, is I, his I, magnum that opus. For kind me. of ashamed to even admit that. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I'd have to rewatch Halloween, but that's good. It's close. I will have to say, because Halloween's more my style of a movie that's fair. than this. That's fair. And I... It's better than The Escapes. I mean, I could have put yeah. a movie in as my throw one and not added this. I never seen. No, if you did not have this it. on your list, it would Wait, have ruined our friendship this, all over. Is this the <laughs> pod you guys almost got in a fight? Yeah, this is the second one we ever did. Yeah, we almost. <laughs> what happened? He almost kicked me out, and I. I think he was out. talking wild shit like this. I'm like, you're fucking out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah, hey, we, list. <laughs> yeah, but we were drinking Johnny Walker Black. Yeah, on the rocks, I think, and we just. Oh, and we had a 120. Yeah, and we didn't quite know how we were doing it. Like it was our second movie. So we were doing this. Just, we were doing this in the living room. Yeah, before we, we had a room. And we were just drunk where as the shit. Fuck was like the setup? Like where on my the computer used to table, be on the couch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's back in the. As if it sounds like I just made it sound like we have Joe Rogan's studio up here. <laughs> like, well, it's a nice we've come a long way. It is nice. I like it. Yeah, it's a nice studio we got going on here, but it's not Joe Rogan. Yeah, back then we were. We don't have a Jamie and a. Fucking we were each sitting on the couch, holding the mic, a gym and a bar, having to do all that, doing it on a shitty laptop, yeah. and we were just too drunk, and we got. To a big old fight. I, I basically I said I'm doing my thing. own fucking yeah, podcast. You, fine. You want to do that? You could do it your own fucking way, and I'll do mine. Fuck you. It was like as if Paul and John broke up after the first Beatles album. <laughs> like, fuck bit. you. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were. Then we slapped it off. Like, all right, that, that didn't really work out. Let's try something else. And yeah. That's here we hilarious. What did you do? Was it like a watch through, like we do sometimes where we watch it downstairs and come up and do it? I think even we watched it the night before. Even it didn't come up, obviously. But. And we were taking notes and shit back then. Because, I mean, at that point, we were watching it the night before. And I'm taking diligent notes. I feel like he's this. more dismissive about stuff than any of us are, though. It's just like, well, yeah, yeah, I wasn't uh, interested. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was. I wanted to go into this whole Which in-depth conversation. And he wanted no part of it. I'm like, well, what the fuck are we doing here then? Yeah. And that was the whole thing. Great, I love it. But yeah, we worked it out. And here we are. 
Tom, what if you remember? Because he's probably been a little bit, but what do you use like the best like uh, body? Like where you're like, oh fuck, it's that guy. Like Dude. what was the one that like got you? Uh, the the one where the guy grabs the other guy when they're like when they're doing the the test. There was that one, the blood test. The blood test where he grabs him is like, that's fucking awesome. When they're trying to shock the guy back to life and his chest opens up and his hands get taken. Yeah, that one's dope. The head crawling away. The The dogs dogs were pretty fucked up. Yeah, the dogs in the beginning, that's the first one. It's like, what? Because they're all barking, like freaking out. You don't know what the fuck's going on. And then you see them turn and then... It's... Yeah, this movie's fucking awesome. It's They have that body, like... Like I said, the Cronenberg feel to it, but you also have like the alien isolationism to it. Yeah, it's very you can't uh, you can't go anywhere. You're stuck yeah, you're, in the middle of fucking Antarctica. Yeah, but yeah, I fucking love this movie. Well, that's the thing is like they're not all scientists, are they? Like, there's some like they have specific. Well, Russell is a pilot. They have a biologist. They have. Acclimatologists, they all have different yeah, areas of expertise. Well, in I think Antarctica, right? Keith yeah. David was like the cook or something. Yeah, it's just like so. <laughs> like, like, that's the funniest fucking shit. It's like you just can't collectively cook. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You have to hire a cook to be. Because it was it government? Like they're there for the government? I don't think they ever said it was. You would assume maybe. I don't know. I mean, I assume yeah. everything in Antarctica is like gotta be some sort of sanctioned. Yeah, yeah I would believe so. Can't just go down there independently be like i'm gonna start doing this base here i'm gonna build a base but then again at like at the end there's just well, the two of them yeah, left they're, just they're fucked, they're fucked. They're the building is die. on fire one of the two of them is the thing yeah, and you, it like all right we're just gonna sit here and die because we don't know oh it's perfect it's absolutely perfect because that thing's gonna die right because yeah, nothing i mean to there's nothing else to yeah transform whatever. into so but yeah, I I love that movie. Yeah, it's cool. Not much else to say about that. And it's a remake. You just wiped us out. Oh, it is. Yeah, from the fifties. Thing from outer space. Yeah, this I did this on another podcast with that I woman. I forgot about that. As the best remake of all time. Yeah, geez. Yeah, I'd have to think hard on that one or do some research. Yeah. That's definitely a good and was, good uh, candidate. That was hers also. That, I think that was the only time <laughs> we've crossed over on a podcast like that. Was Oh, really? Yeah. Does that happen to much? Not, I won't say her name, but like, does that happen much where you do a thing like that and like one of you has never seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, a lot. <clears throat> does that happen quite a lot? A bit, yeah, because oh, okay. yeah, she's very informed on Does movies. it happen a lot with her picking one and you two have never seen it? It happens. Uh, once it probably happens more often that she picks one that we don't know. Then does that make it difficult, or is just you just really? Oh, no, we just kind of listen to what she's saying. I mean, we, we clearly don't. Questions. We're not going to pick the same one because most likely not. But well, not only that, but we'll make sure that we don't. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so gotcha. that makes sense. Yeah, you don't want to like have a twenty-minute podcast. But there have been plenty of times where we picked stuff that she's never seen before. Also, I think that's part of the coaster. Um, I'm going to go because I haven't said anything yet. Or I haven't said anything. Oh, you're oh, next. Your yeah. Well, we also just oh, canceled yeah, everything. Canceled all canceled all of us. Um, I'm definitely the only person that has this. My number nine. I'm not, I'm not announcing that it's the first time because I can't remember. And I don't even know if this is, technically is a documentary. 
Have we ever had a documentary or what would be considered I a doc? I think <clears throat> I may have had Icarus on mine. Oh, I think Maybe. you did. Yeah, I think you did. Actually. That was the doping one. Yeah. So that was a documentary. But but I don't know if you can describe this as a documentary. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Have you ever heard of this? Koyanis Katsi? Do you know what this is? I don't. Well, let me get into it in a sec. Tomato meter 90, audience 91, IMDb 8.2. It was on Tubi. Okay. Meta, there is no meta. Directed by Godfrey Riggio. Actually produced by Francis Ford Coppola. That's partially why I got made. Main, gotcha. that's, let's be honest. That's mainly why I got made. Yeah. Written by Ron Fricky, Godfrey Riggio, and Michael Honig. No budget, made $1.72 million. No budget listed. Worldwide, no release. There's no stars like there's no actors and here i'll describe what it is why i don't think it's a doc it has the music of philip glass which i could play you a little bit later when we don't recognize the name in fact one of the songs is used in the movie the watchman during one of the scenes yeah Yeah, i could play you the piece later you'll recognize it i think t brown introduced me to this and we saw it at the state theater and Travers, a couple years after he showed it to me, his mom had some. His mom was friends with Michael Moore, and Michael Moore owned the State oh. Theater. So, like, yep. I'm not getting into it. I'm just saying <laughs> connections. Yeah. So if she got a showing of it. We did got that. Fu- that fuck okay, guy. Yeah. We're not talking yet. about this shit. I'm just gonna ask. Did he die? He's yet? still alive. Still alive. Okay. He Here's be. the re- the reason the thing. This movie is fabulous to get blazed out of your fucking mind. And just stare at a screen of just visuals for an hour and a half. Well, not even it's not even an hour. It's like an hour fifteen, <clears throat> hour twenty. With Philip Glass's music. It it's it's an environmental film, but it's really it's a Koyanis Katsi in some language means life in motion. And it's about basically how we're just we're just such busy bees and beings. So what what is actually being shown on the screen then for this um, hour and fifteen? So there's some stuff about like it just shows like one that sticks with me, and it has to do with that famous music from The Watchmen. It's called like Pruitt Ego. It's based. It's about a um, neighborhood in St. Louis, in East St. Louis, actually, which is one of the poorest, worst yeah. places in the country. It's worse. It's like the worst of Detroit, possibly worse. Mm-hmm. And you see these buildings with this music, and it's going through, and it's just showing these huge skyscraper apartments. And they're fucking abandoned, glasses blown out. But there's still people walking around, like homeless people pushing carts and like kids playing with fire hydrants where they're like setting hydrant off, right, like in right, poorer right. neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And then it shows them being imploded. And I looked it up, you could research some. This place was built in the 60s. And by the early eight, late 70s, it was completely abandoned. It was like a government project that failed. Right, right, right. And it's it's about how wasteful we are. And but but it's it's I can't describe it. It's like it's kind of haunting to watch. Like you see these skyscraper, be- these beautiful, like should be beautiful neighborhood buildings, and it's just like I'm talking several, like probably square miles of this type of shit. Where it's just like it's a real thing you can there's a wikipedia page i've looked it up before where it's just like oh my god like they built this community project for like hundreds of thousands of people and it was so such a downtrodden area that like it went just to hell yeah 
And it, it's not just about that. That's only like a 10 minute part of it. But there's parts where it just shows like traffic. I don't know. It's 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 a vi- it's a very visual like if I I actually think Trav specifically <laughs> if you got blazed out of your mind, which you always are, but if you just got super blazed and just watched this for like 30 60 minutes, you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is dope." Like it's just like that's what it is. It's it's a visual stimulant. Yeah. There's no acting. There's no, no even the even the no even nothing. the um, they do have like a message maybe in the beginning. I so can't you're remember. saying you take some mushrooms and you just fucking roll through life. Yes, and that's the thing is it's not, even though it is environmental. I don't take it as a political film, even though it kind of is, but it's not. It's not like showing pictures of Ronald Reagan or something or Jimmy right. Carter or whatever. Right. It's just like it's 1982. It's just showing that we're kind of harmful. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's 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 hard to describe outside of that. But if you ever want to take 90 minutes and get high and just watch some... I did it with... Uh, remember? Do you remember Josh and John when Justin and I lived together? Josh Aprilli? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might not remember John. I think that was... I remember after. Josh, for sure. I watched it with them once, and Josh was like, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> did he have the lesbian wife? No, that's... That's uh, that's Tomei. That's Justin's friend from yeah, college, from... from College Republicans. Oh, <laughs> She a lesbian, just like fucking right around the corner. All right, on that note, I knew it. I just I put that towards the beginning. Well, it wasn't gonna be much higher, if anything. I just wanted to, cause it's, I don't want to put this like number three and then be like too hammered to talk right. about it. But that's mine. I knew no one would have it, so get out of the way. All right, my number nine is uh kind of a. Fuck is the word? It's escaping me. Sleeper? No, it's uh. I loved it as a kid. Oh, nostalgic. Thank you, nostalgic pick. Oh, I think I know where you're going. Uh, Tron. IMDb is six point seven, Metascore of fifty eight, Rotten Tomatoes of seventy two percent tomato meter, sixty nine percent audience, seventeen million dollar budget. Domestically, $33 million. And this is kind of funny. Worldwide, $33,525. You said Tron, right? Jesus yeah. Christ. It's made $525 internationally. $525? Internationally, yeah. That's a little sad. I've got another one on my list that's like that, too. Yeah, there's a couple that are kind of like, well, they get like 100000 world. They're not even. <laughs> 525 is funny, though. Directed by Steven Linsberger. Written by Steven Lisberger and Bonnie McBird. I can't read my handwriting. McBird or McBind? I can't read it either. But yeah, I I liked this film as a kid. I never saw the remake. I've never seen either, honestly. You haven't seen the first one mm-hmm. either. I know, but I know a little bit about it. I remember, I remember Bridges in both, right? Yeah, yeah. But the new uh, one had Olivia Wilde. New one had Olivia Wilde and some new kid who kind of flaked out <coughs> couldn't act but pretty much he's a pretty face which is kind of her role also was it kind of like a video game in a, in a sense he was working for a video game developer or a software developer and he got fired but they kept his software his programming okay 
So he decides to break back in to the company with help from a couple ex-colleagues. Gets literally sucked into the video game. And he's kind of an expert video game player. They kind of, He owns a bar that has an arcade in it and does all this shit. So he goes in and... Stella's. Pretty much. Fucking has to play his way out. And... He's yeah, I being I didn't know the premise, thwarted by other AI programming, and the programming is kind of taking over the company, and so the CEO has no control over what the fuck's going on, and he meets some good software, I guess, in there that helps him. And oh, okay. Did you rewatch this? Yeah. Okay. And I it'd been the first time I'd seen it in Was it streaming? Thirty years, Disney Plus. Ah, uh, no, I knew that. Good call. Yeah, again, sci fi. And I mean Well, I think I had a long enough like short list. It was on my it was still on my list list, but like I was kinda like, eh. It's it's I don't it's know. Certain, it it's certainly dated, but the fact that they were making it in 82 is still kind of impressive. No, the I... The way they did it. I like when that sort of stuff happens. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was more or less a nostalgic pick because I fucking loved it as a kid and it didn't disappoint me as an adult. I thought you were going to choose one of the cartoons or the animated... No, I... I... Because <coughs> there were like two or three this year. I, I passed out to one cartoon and it just didn't... <laughs> Stick with me, so I don't I think I've ever seen list. any of them, but I know that they were all decently big names mm-hmm. at the time. All right, back to you, I think. All right, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Downer. I'm not Mr. Downer. I'm just pissed about this year. Um, class of '84. IMDb of six point five, Meta forty nine, Tomato seventy one. Audience sixty seven. I didn't have a worldwide I could find. Fuck it. So budget was three million. Director was Mark L. Lester. Had Perry King. Uh Perry King, Mary Lynn, Ross Michael, or Rock Sounds like you're saying first and middle names of people. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Lynn. I think it was Perry King, Mary Lynn, uh, Mary Lynn LaRosse, Michael J. Fox, and Roddy McDonald. Michael J. Fox is in this movie, yes. And I think director is Mark L. But this movie... This one you could almost not make today. No, this is another (laughs) one you could probably not make today. But it's based on a true... Everything's based on a true event. It's about a guy, guy that's want his dream was to be a music teacher. Who the fuck has a dream about that? Music teachers. Yeah, fuck that. You make except Mr. Holland. Well, nowadays you make forty thousand. Back then you make twenty thousand. Music teacher in the inner city. Also. Yeah. So he basically gets with the wrong people, or not gets with them, but pisses off the wrong people because he was like. 
trying to change the school like oh did you see that person sneaking a knife oh did you do this like you gotta just ignore that you guys gotta let things be and he wanted to change the school what well, doesn't age well like is there some race stuff that might be oh, like, there's, yeah. there's, there's some guy's got there's, a knife there's some race stuff there's <laughs> high school kids openly walking around with shirts that have a swastika on it oh yeah these high school kids are running coke and whores and Everything you could think of through the school. Where is it supposed to be? I don't think they said. It's St. Louis, I thought, or something. Maybe. The the hey, the, the gang, Louis mentions. The gang that's running it is they're all white. Yeah. But But they ended it's up still like, like a rough in They still end up beating and raping his wife and killing her. They don't kill her. They don't kill her. They they killed a lot of people. Though. They did kill a few people, yeah. They yeah. stabbed Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Yeah, but no, like this is one. And it's based on true events, which is crazy. Like, I think it's semi based. I don't think it's based. Whatever they say that. Oh, you're right. At the beginning of the movie, it said this is based on a true event. Yeah, like then say. But that's always that's a pretty blanket statement. It is for sure. It's a one person story when they say that, but I mean I believe it because back in the '80s, raping and killing was a thing. I mean, it still is. A little more than. But, but yeah. to get away with it better. Right? It, is, it is wild. Yeah, like. It, and they the don't even go by Michael did, J. Fox did, in this film. Take, they say Michael Fox. Did yeah, it take did place it. in the 80s? Well, the class of 84. 84. So, oh. yeah. so it was the future. Or, or they were the class of 84 as yeah. sophomores or something. But yeah, like his first day at school. He has to walk through the metal detectors, and he sees these people pass through a switchblade to get beyond the metal. It's like, hey, just talk to the guard. The, the guy just walked by with a razor. Like, everybody's fucking got one. They just don't worry about Jesus. it. Yeah. And so his first class, <clears throat> he's got a couple of the gang members in there that aren't supposed to be, so he kicks them out. Well, the and girl, that kind of puts them on the that hit one list. girl come up to him like, "Hey, they're not even supposed to be here." Yeah. Blah blah blah, and so then he kicks them out, and which causes all this shit. And they see him like all the other teachers are afraid of him, where he's not. Yeah, because he doesn't know yet, essentially. Yeah. And then they start fucking with him hard, and they see where he lives. They burn down his car while he's fucking yeah, they his wife. Firebomb his car. They Jesus. Literally, he's giving a. A presentation or a performance at the school, and his wife is getting ready. He's trying to send her away. Who plays the teacher? Nobody of note. Yeah, there's like there's no other than Michael J. Main character. Yeah, the other than Michael J. Fox, I didn't recognize a single person. Yeah, wow. But saying let's say it a lot for eighty for the eighties. But anyway, he's at his getting ready for his performance. His wife is getting ready at home. The gang three. Four dudes and a chick break in. All of them rape her. The woman... Even the the, chick? Well, the girl is taking Polaroids. Then they bring her to the school after they beat the fuck out of her. How is this not your age the worst? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, And they deliver the pictures to him as he's getting ready for his choir performance. (laughs) And... A note like, come find us, we're in the school. And he goes through the school and starts just killing all of them. 
please tell me this is rated like PG. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how fucking back it was it back PG then. PG or R. That was it. But he ends oh, up. Oh, yeah. Didn't when did 13 get invented? It was after Gremlins. Yeah, I'd say year. Gremlins, I think, I had to do something with it. But no, like this. This is I, worse than Gremlins. Jesus Christ. I'm the one that played people. this. This was even on your list. And mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy. It, it was wild. Like. They did not hold back on anything. Yeah. No. I saw the title. I never considered. What do we watch this off, Tubi? I think it's on Tubi. <clears throat> um, but yeah, he ends up saving his wife and kills all the gangs and credits. Did you like it? I, I mean. a movie? Was it's, it like it's, a solid movie? It's it's good movie. Uh, it, it's rough. It's a tough watch, but. Tougher than like The Accused? No, I think because the, the accused is more real. The, the acting in this is not very yeah, good. Yeah, you know, teenagers. But see, shit. this is the one thing I have to say about this film. Well, I think it was Oscar nominations and wins. <laughs> yeah. The like, so, yeah, you're introduction, right. like I said earlier, I don't know if you heard this, but it doesn't say Michael J. Fox. It says Michael yeah, Fox. That. Yeah, that is just. I don't know if you heard this. What do you think? I just don't listen. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> But um, no, this film—it's like Larry Fishburne. In the early it just movies. shows Larry you Fish- like. Okay, I'll just put this as a, for the young kids that's <clears throat> listening. No young kids are listening to this. Shut the fuck up. Um. Don't have a dream of being a music teacher, <laughs> okay. or being any type of teacher. You're not gonna make any money. You're just gonna be a fucking loser. So. Or get your wife raped. Yeah, exactly. So just don't be a teacher and don't get your wife raped. There you go. <laughs> Moral of the story. Don't get your wife raped. <laughs> I mean, it has... You can oh, see how this could one. be... Oh, Don't piss off the fucking gangsters. The gangs that's fucking please shelling coke and running prostitutes. and. So I mean, it kind of has a feel like dangerous minds and... Uh, yeah. The substitute, but just done a little more shitty, I guess. But it wasn't. It, I didn't hate the movie for sure. But you definitely. <laughs> now that I think about it, that probably should have been my worst movie of the year. No, no now fucking that we're way talking about this, this a little bit more. There's, that's a, there's a few this year where it's like, Ugh. <laughs> all right. Actually, there's even a couple more on my list where I'm like, yeah, I could I could have used like a specific scene or something, but right. All right, my number eight. I had never seen this, as weird as it sounds. They drew First Blood. First Blood is First Blood. That yeah, that was on my list. I've never seen this movie. This was a good I've never, movie. I've never been a Stallone guy. I haven't either. So, like... I've be, seen I, this dude, with my step. I'm not joking. I've never seen I've never seen the Rocky movie. I just don't care. Like, it well, just doesn't yeah. interest me. I'm, so, I'm going so. to watch them going backwards. That was my number. Or at seven. least number one. That was my number three. It's my number eight. <laughs> yeah, Tomato fucking... meter eighty six, audience eighty five. IMDb a seven point seven, meta sixty one. Directed by Ked, Ted Kotcheff. There's a novel by David Morell, and then screenplay Michael Kozel uh, and William Sackheim. <clears throat> Budget fifteen million, made forty seven point two U.S., one hundred twenty five point two worldwide. Sylvester Stallone, Brian Dennehy, Richard Crenna, and David Caruso. 
Does Dennehy always play a, just a cocksucker? Like, I feel it like seems to be, every yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> he even of... played Bob Knight in a fucking ESPN <laughs> film. Yeah. Uh, if you suspend a bit of disbelief, like, like, here's the thing. At the end of the movie, no matter what happened to him, he's going away in handcuffs. There's no way yeah. it's just like, yeah. hey, I'm extraditing this guy. Like, no. <laughs> just like, yeah, he's no, killing people. Like, you killed no. several people. Well, they, they didn't no matter say what, that he wasn't. He was taken away in handcuffs. No, but doesn't, because of two, uh, from what I've heard, isn't, doesn't he just kind of like, doesn't end up in prison, and I recall. I mean, there's a First Blood Part 2 and then a Rambo 3, so I don't know Didn't how Didn't they make a new Rambo like three years ago? Yeah. God, that must have been bad. But Actually, I thought the trailer was kind of cool, if I recall. It was kind of like, oh, Rambo. Yeah, he was kind of like protecting his own property or some yeah. shit from biker like a, It's like a barn. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, this is like the first we and only talking. Rambo movie I've seen. It's like we were talking after this movie, and this is a great action film for 82. It's like the new John, it's like John Wick today. Like those are the action films. There's a lot of shit going on. There's a you lot. know too another thing I've I've noticed in this film, and I I was asking, I was talking to my dad about it. Actually, I was talking. I was like, oh, I watched this movie. I was like, because remember in the beginning when Dennehy sees him and he's like, you vagrant, you're not welcome here. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. And my dad's like, after Vietnam, if you looked any sort of hippie-ish, hippies were treated terribly. 70s yeah. like you were that he's like that's ex, it's a little extreme i i think he still looks like a soldier i thought than, he did too like he just looks like but i think the hair maybe he's rocking an american flag on his jacket it I looks know, like a military jacket i think there's like, just something about he's got military tags on there's just something about like that culture that's that back then was legit um I did read something in the novel. Prejudiced against. In the novel, the you read the novel or you just no? I read something in the trivia. The sheriff of that was in. He was a Korean vet. Nobody gave a two fucks about Korea, the Korean War, where Vietnam got all the pub. So that was one of his first prejudices against him. That actually would have been nice if they'd mentioned that at some point. Yeah, well, I, I think I just it don't... could have been a passing line or something. Oh yeah, they didn't but... have to like go deep into it or right. be like this... exposition. It's, it could have been like, none well, of... I was in Korea. What a boy! Like, yeah. you know, it could have been something like that. You know, none of this shit would have happened if they just took him to a goddamn diner to have breakfast. He was a little hangry. I well, there's also like, there's also like, something's aged pretty well in the sense of like, there's the. Clearly, this guy has some mental health problems because of the war. Yeah, he's got severe PTSD. And there's clearly. also, I know I think it's extreme, obviously. I don't think it's like this. I know people who are cops because I used to work at a police station. There is sort of like, oh, pr- brutal cop guy. <laughs> like, well, yeah. well, like Caruso is kind of actually, even though he gets killed, I think. He doesn't get killed. He, he just gets, gets maimed. Maimed. Yeah. But he's actually kind of the one that's kind of a little bit like, hey, he's guys, kinda, let's, like, let's chill can out. we just chill the fuck out? Kind of like. Yeah. But the whole scene, like in the station, is like it's Oregon, right? Yes, or, or Oregon, Washington. Yeah, somewhere. I no, he it... was going to Portland. Yeah, and that's when he drove him out of town. The reason I knew that is because I think in "It's Always Sunny" there's an episode where there's an episode where <laughs> Frank Danny DeVito talks about his time in Vietnam, and he starts talking about like. Like, basically, he's, like, describing the plot from Rambo oh, right. as if it happened to him. And they're, like, they're like 
you're you're describing the plot from Rambo. <laughs> He's like, and then yeah, I think he says they drew first blood. <laughs> like, I do love like there probably were dudes back then that were that fucking insane of killers. I oh bet. yeah, there um, had to, oh there might still be in modern day, though a lot of our stuff's just drone shit and just fucking pressing buttons. Yeah, it's it it a different animal, but and the fact that he was the last of his fucking group, he was a fucking special forces green beret. Yeah, because they were like. I can't remember his the friend that he goes to visit in the beginning. Did, did they got cancer? Cancer. That so the Agent Orange. They said was from you know, all the shit they dropped. That's the thing. I feel bad, and a lot of them are getting into their seventies, eighties now. Like that was the worst war to probably not the worst war to be in. I think World War One was actually worse even than two, just because of the yeah the recoveries and, and the condition. Yeah. But the treatment, I think. They were treated horribly. Well, he even talks about it getting spit on and slapped in the face. I had a when teacher. I had a teacher who mentioned it once. There's only time I ever heard him mention it. He talked about that once, where like we were spit on. Yep. I mean, that's well documented. I'm like, Man. that's fucking horrible. Yep. And that's why a lot of them are pretty fucked up. Like we went over here to protect and serve, and this is how we're treated when we come back. Yeah. Well, that's some horse shit. But yeah, I, I liked it. It's the first time I'd seen first it. First time I'd seen I it. I plan on watching it. You know, I was kind of like, okay, first blood, I'll give it a chance. And I liked it. It's yeah. Number, it's my number eight, but. No, I enjoyed that thoroughly. And the fact that, like, when his commander comes in after he's out in the wilderness and shit, he's just like, you out here to bring him back and protect him? Like, no. I'm here to protect you from him. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy was cool. Oh, the rocket launcher scene too. Or oh yeah. Like, oh, we got him. It's like you fucking. The fucking national guard him. bullshit. And he well, he jumps down from the tree too, like that fucking scene where he just jumps down. Yep. When the first guy he kills with the helicopter. That was. And dope. then he treated uh, he booby trapped the whole fucking woods. Yep. With well, I love too that he actually yells at him like I don't want to fucking hurt anybody. <laughs> and then there was the rats that were to... chewing on him. Oh, dude, fuck that's that would be like a nightmare. Dude. That, is... that would be. No thanks. That's vacation. That's vacation. <laughs> um, but yeah, even like when he first escaped and they are tracking him, and he takes out everybody. Doesn't kill anybody. He just beats their ass. Just hurts them severely. Then he's got his knife to the throat of the sheriff. Like I could have killed every fucking one of you, and I didn't. Just let me go, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. Obviously, obviously, uh, yeah, you wouldn't like have a movie. Law, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can answer that many times. You're like, why would they do that? It's like a horror movie. It's like, why'd she go there? You wouldn't have a fucking movie yep, if you didn't do this. Exactly. But yeah, I was really impressed with this flick. It's a, I mean, it's a stereotypical, but I would say better than average 80s action film. Well, too, like, yeah, I think at this point, Rocky 2 had been out, but like, yeah, Rocky was like seventy seven. Yeah, and that was Oscar nominated. Yeah. I, but I, I just think his career—it's kind of like, oh, like this guy does something else, kind of like cool. Yeah, and that's another type of movie. And he's fine in it. I don't think he's bad at like he's a decent no. actor actually at that time. See, and that's another movie. Not my style. Rocky. Yeah, I've just never—I've never seen him. I don't want to. I've never seen the Creed uh, movies either because I don't have. I just don't have a connection. I just yeah, don't, I haven't I just seen the Creed movies. I think I saw the first two Rockies, and that was it. But. All right, we're doing a series. <laughs> all Rockies, all Creeds. I think 81, my goal to have my list be done, 
with every movie that has boobies. You probably can do it. Eighties were, yeah. I mean, stripes I, will make it. Porkies, <laughs> porkies, <laughs> porkies and stripes. You got those so you two got right those there. Two right there. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. As my those are both game. potential list makers off. Because you know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to talk about booby sex. There's no tits the and readers. The whole fucking time. I'm going to write them down like this is A, this is B, this is C. These that's how you're going to rate the movies is based on the the best yeah, movies. Yeah, you're number one. Yeah. Like she had, there yeah. were three sets of double Ds in this one, baby. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> mouthful. Blah. <laughs> You motor I could fuck son them. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Name that movie. Well, we just it's got Wedding Crashers. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you I should have watched my number yeah. eight movie if you wanted boobies, because there were plenty of boobies in this movie. Conan the Barbarian. Hmm. Ah, not on mine. That's IMDb Arnold, is, is that's Arnold. IMDb is six point nine. Met a score of forty three. Rotten Tomatoes of 65% tomato meter, 74% audience. The $20 million budget. Domestically, $39,565,475. Worldwide, $68,851,475. It was written by John Milius. Which, this shocked me, is written by John Milius and Oliver Stone. Oh wow! Based on characters by Robert E. Howard, because this is based on a graphic novel. Is this Arnold's first movie? It's one of them for sure. I mean, it's. I've never seen it. I've oh, I've seen it, bits and pieces. I've, this is the first time I'd seen it, and it's kind of got everything. It's got sword fighting. It's got it's gory as all fuck. They remade this, right? Yeah, with Jason Momoa and Eleven. That's right. But. It's got tits all over the place. It's super gory for just like your standard action film. What's the time setting? They don't really say. I mean, it's not caveman type shit. No, it? it's it's probably like 14th, 15th century. Okay. They got steel I swords if it and was shit. Like so something more hand on hand shit or what it was. But it's, I mean, James Earl Jones is the villain, <laughs> like, <laughs> and awesome. he's wearing. A horrific long fucking wig. He looks yes. absolutely absurd. That's got to be part of the pleasure of it, though. Oh, it's, of course it is. Absurd. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Because I've seen the pic- even Conan or not Conan. Yeah, he looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the poster is fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, his parents and his whole village is killed when he's a child, in front of his eyes. By James Earl Jones yeah, and his group. He gets taken as a child into slavery, becomes like a gladiator, and starts just dominating. So somebody lets him go because he's so good. And God, there's several different mentions of different gods in this movie. Hmm. Let him go because he was told to. And he just goes on, meets up with a couple people, becomes a thief. There's some magic involved. There's some giant snakes involved. Like James Earl Jones. It's like a little bit group. of everything. Yeah. I mean, it covers all bases. <coughs> I believe there were two sequels to this. There was Conan the Destroyer. And I think the there was one? one more. He was in it. And the third one, too? Or no? I 
think there was a third one. And I believe he was in it. It's weird to think of graphic novels in 19 pre pre like 90s. You know, it seems to me. I know like now even, that I, I may isn't not the have watch been... isn't Watchmen actually like 89 or something or 94. It's like it's late 80s. Yeah, it's sure. like it's like when you actually realize, like, oh, it's been around a while. It was before. Yeah, it was before Russia or USSR fell because oh, okay. that was kind of part of the basis of the story. But I don't know if it was based on. Gra- I know there was a graphic novel of okay. Conan, but I don't know if that was the basis of this movie. But it's just a fun, silly, fucking '80s action film with tits and blood, right? And Arnold just being Arnold. And Arnold doesn't really. T- I mean, he's a terrible actor. He doesn't really talk too much in this one, so it helps. He's just there as a body, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the peak of his, I guess, muscular. Oh, I'm sure at the point, right. like physically, it was yeah. probably his peak. So, and that's like even later on when he's doing his greater movies, like he just has to be himself and he's fine. He's not like he ends up sleeping with a witch or a demon, kills her, meets up with a female spy and like what seems like a Asian spy or thief, hmm. and they kind of become a crew. One woman dies. He, I mean, yeah, it's it's a good flip. I enjoyed it first time watching it. Yeah, I, it was on like I like a, every year I make like thirty, forty, even fifty movies depending on yeah. how strong. <clears throat> I remember seeing it on my list. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I can't remember. I I, I watched it on Plex. <clears throat> I yeah, think I, at the. When I initially made my list, it was on Paramount Plus, but I went to Paramount Plus and it dropped. Oh, okay. So it probably dropped after the new. It's year. probably one of those. There's like a handful where I kind of look at it as I get the initial, especially because I think eighty two is good, unlike someone else here. But like, <laughs> I remember just being like, "Well, I was like, I probably don't have time for like a, a movie like Conan the Barbarian. Maybe I could watch it down the road." I th- I think it's worth a watch. Yeah, like uh, just, just fun. Know what you're getting into. Yeah, don't expect yeah. an Oscar worthy oh, performance. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> I I try to have. It's like self awareness. It's like having movie self awareness. Yeah, movie awareness. Sure. Yeah. Does this movie? Is this movie? No, it's being just. Fun. It it knows what it is. It's not trying to. It's not trying <laughs> to be gladiator. Say. Yeah. So. All right. That was yours. That was mine. So let's do one more round and take a break. Sure. Okay. That works. Yeah, that should work. Mine is going to be Diner. Oh, that's my number seven. That's my number six. You guys actually watched this. We did. We got it on Netflix DVD. I'm glad you did. All right. So IMDb is 7.1, Meta 82, Tomato 91%, Audience 77, right? Can't yeah. read my own premise. Uh, yes. I have seventy-eight, but that might have been from before. Um, worldwide, fourteen million. Budget was five. Director, writer Barry Levinson. 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 Yep. His first um, movie. Yep. Steve Gutfuckers. Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Yep. The big goop. deal back in the day. Mickey Rourke. <clears throat> Kevin Bacon. Daniel Stern. Alan Barkin, Paul Reiser, so good in this movie, and Michael Tucker. This this cast is Michael Tucker. Who's that? I don't know. You have Tim Daly. 
No, I just put Michael Tucker. Tim Daly. Tim Daly was the guy the guy who, who came, came home from and f- had his. He's the guy uh, from Wings. Wings. Oh yeah. And the Fugitive um, TV show. <laughs> but <laughs> you said he looked up and said this guy was supposed. They cut it out, but that was supposed to be the dead person. Who was supposed to be the dead person again? The still, you're going back to last year. You think of the big you're chill about the big chill with Kevin Costner? No, the, there oh, was yeah. no dead person in this one. This was a wedding. This is the wedding one with <laughs> oh like, yeah, this was the where they one. go to the diner every night and Kevin Bacon yep. like does the fake prank right. with his car. Yeah, See, I want to talk to you guys together. Did you guys? How much did you love the Mickey Rourke popcorn bag gag? And I, I this could have aged terribly in some ways. But it's so fucking funny to be I'm like. I'm curious if that's if this is the origin of it because that uh, you've seen that all the time. Really? Like I don't having know a it dick out in a popcorn in the movie theater. Oh, I just thought this was yeah, movie. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've seen it times. or heard of it. I don't know. This has to be the origin then. Then that's fantastic because I yeah. I love her reaction when he comes up to her and he's like, "Baby, baby, I just here's a thing." <laughs> I just got turned on. I had to fucking let it out, basically. <laughs> it's like a fucking python. Like yeah, I, like, I don't know how he talked himself out of this. This is Mickey Rourke. And she's, she's dumb like, as shit. And yeah, she's, yeah, she's fucking stupid as hell. I just, yeah, I just love all the all the characters. You 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 feel for some of them, like Kevin Bacon with his prop, like he's got al- he's an alcoholic, clearly. Yeah. I don't know if they does he a drug prop or just drinking. Get, Mickey Rourke. He's a no, 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 not him. Uh, sorry, I misspoke. Kevin yeah, Bacon. Gambling. Kevin Bacon's oh, got Kevin Bacon. I think is a drinking drug. and he's, and he's got a rich family. Oh yeah, because and he's got violence. Because remember in the beginning, first scene, he's punching the punching fucking window. He showed to his shit. buddy's work, and he's like, "You've been drinking already." It's like noon. That's so right. Like, yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't I? So he goes dead? to his brother to get money I'm to kidding. bail out Mickey Rourke, and he's like, and then Mickey Rourke. Like obviously, yeah, he's got degenerate shit. I I love and the Mickey this, Rourke had some surgery. It's funny, right? is Tootsie like several? Remember yeah. I mentioned to you earlier that Tootsie's one of my mom's favorite. Diner, she, Diner's probably my mom's. That might be my mom's favorite movie. This is the first time I've ever. My seen mom it. loves Diner, but I love. That's part of the reason I love it is because I just grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Like, but I love the whole like when they're watching the one guy at the diner and it's like he just ate the whole left side of the <laughs> menu and they're leaving it like fucking great job like. <laughs> yep. Oh, the menu. Uh, Daniel Stern, his character, like you kind of—I forgot Obsessed about. Obsessed about his records. I forgot about that. Shit. Where it's like, oh, you're kind of a fucking shitbag, like. And I kind of understand, like, Ellen Barkin looks fucking. I mean, she always looked good back then, but I did. I forgot that was her. I was like, oh my god. I, I did until I heard her voice. Her voice is pretty yeah. predominant. God, she but. looks good, dude. Yeah. And then Tim Daly got the. Chick working at the news station, pregnant when she yep. went to visit. And I love Gutenberg though. Yeah, the the wedding's off if you can't pass my Baltimore <laughs> yeah, Colts. Yep. Baltimore Colts is funny for yeah, us. Yeah, it's like two days before the. But, wedding. I mean, it's a hundred and sixty-eight question fucking. <laughs> and it's with the NFL history, and yeah. that's like nineteen fifty-nine or something. Yeah, yeah. And the questions are just absurd. Also, like, how did Kevin Bacon? How did they flip the car? Is it that light? How I try to figure that uh, out because how do you know. not wreck your car by flipping it? It's gonna bend. it would scratch the shit. But yeah. even I like that's the one thing I was like, what? But that's the thing too. Like he flipped the car. It's funny. why does he need so much help to unflip the car? I think it'd be easier to unflip. Yes, it exactly. It. Yeah, you can just run at it. Yeah, Paul Reiser's in it too. He probably doesn't do a lot. I don't. He think. probably is a car jack. Oh, he's the moocher. 
He's yeah. like the guy's like, hey, yeah. are you going? Yeah. Hey, are you going uptown? Or? You want to take or the sandwich? No, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this Which, feels that's like exactly. A- Justin and I, you can ask it. Our friend John Streeter, who is Josh Aprilis, and our friend from they were from uh, God, where are they from? Marine City, on the east side, but yeah. from. They fuck it. He he was that guy. He's that guy who's like, oh, you know, fuck, I forgot my wallet. Like, he's, <laughs> right. he's every fucking time, that dude. And I'm like, that's Paul Reiser yeah. in this movie. This felt like a like a Kevin Smith film where yeah, it's, it's, like all, a, it's a lot of dialogue and a lot of very, smart dialogue. and It's a buddy movie. This is how he got his. I, I think Kevin Smith has said this is kind of a small inspiration to like his oh, beginning really? as clerks. Yeah, That's impressive. Yeah. I didn't know if you, I I knew it, I figured it'd make my list, but I was kind of like as I right now I was like, oh yeah, that'd be. I had it at seven. I'm shocked it's on both your lists. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I didn't think you. Actually, I've always heard about it and knew it was pretty highly. It, I think I've mentioned it to you before. Yeah. Well, and I feel like we're gonna have a few more. So should we take a quick? We we'll take a break. Quick. Well, let's finish um, this out. Yeah, I'm not yeah, done with this. Yeah. The scene when Daly goes and first sees Gutenberg and wakes him up at two in the afternoon or whatever. And then he's having that fight with his mom, mom about, about making, making a sandwich. The sandwich. She's going to stab him and shit. Yeah. That part's that, funny that part's, That's probably my favorite scene because after he's like, all right, sit down, I'll that make you a sandwich. That felt Kevin Smithy too, in a way. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, f- And then Dave, oh, he has a smirk <laughs> on his face. Like, I fucking Go ahead, do won. it. Do it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a good flick, man. But yeah. the, oh, man, just. Because he does, he calls it off at one point, right? I try to remember. I just watched it. He did back. after the wedding, or after the after the after test. the test, and then they go to the strip club, and or just, the burlesque show, whatever the fuck it was. That's the only scene that to me that's kind of stupid. Is like when Tim Davis playing the piano and they're dancing. It's like this is kind of stupid. Like it's, yeah, a little bit. But then Gordon, you got Gordon's just like yeah, it's like it just seems kind of cheesy in a way. But then you also got Mickey Rourke taking Ellen Barkin to. Sl- sleep with her and then backs out not well, knowing like, he didn't even know that he was there like yeah he knew the one guy kevin bacon was there that's the thing like, that's interesting to me is like he's both a sleazebag but also like a good dude at the same time a little bit yeah, yeah. but i think he has limits because he he cares about her and it's his friend's girl right because it'd be tough to be like yeah, if either of you were married, I was like, "Hey, you treat your wife like shit. I'm gonna take her." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how about you work on your shit? I want to bang the shit out of that bitch. Make it work, by the way. Oh my god, I'm, yeah, I'm straight, but Jesus then. Christ, he was an absolute stud. Even by Angel Heart, he starts to look kind of shitty. Like you can see well, the I age when he started. You can start to see the shit, age yeah. starting to hit him. Well, I think he always boxed since he was a kid. Yeah, but then he started seriously fucking himself up surgeries. Doing, yeah. yeah, um. Because I think even, I think even then he's like twenty eight, twenty nine ish by this point. Did I think you, by Angel Heart he's like thirty five ish or thirty four. Did you recognize the guy that bailed Mickey Work out from anything? Bailed him out. Like who paid off his debt so he could go work for him and shit. Oh no! The only thing I recognized him from he was in Mighty Ducks two. He was like oh my the. God. He was the sponsor guy that was putting them in the Olympics and giving them all their oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. No, I but didn't recognize. I, I think I looked. I I knew I'd recognize him, and I and looked through his entire off. IMDb, and I didn't recognize him from anything this else other than that. Too. It was fucking wild. Yeah, this is Levinson's first one, and as you you might have caught on, even though Rain Man barely takes place, they're all Baltimore based. 
Oh, I did forget this was Baltimore. Ten Men is Baltimore. Um, but he's, Avalon, he's, which is later. I think Wag the Dog is still D.C., so it's basically Baltimore. Right. But he, yeah, I mean, now that I think about it. He's a Baltimore he's, guy. He, well, that, but he's also kind of a dialogue guy. Like all much. of his movies are. He also, sorry, I'm chewing. He directed um, the 30 for 30 about the Baltimore Colts band. Oh, that makes it sense. was like the second. It was like the second thirty for thirty ever. That was the Wayne Gretzky. It's called like and the band that plays tracks. on. I think it's called or something. Yeah, that, that it's about the right. Colts leaving overnight. Yeah, he directed that. He's a huge Baltimore Colts fan. Gotcha. I don't know if he likes the Indianapolis Colts, but I mean, if he's a Baltimore guy, he's probably a Ravens dude. No, probably. But yeah. I'm glad. No, I'm super glad you guys like. There's like once every like two, three years. I'm super like, ah, oh, hell yeah! Like, <laughs> yep. I'm glad you guys. I, I get this. that too. It's a good time. It was I a like good flick. This one a lot. And yeah, I got it from the library. I'll yeah, we s- got it in Netflix DVDs. You know what? One of uh, I won't say anything because there was one I was waiting on from the library that hasn't come yet, and I was just like, yeah. No, there no. was one that was on a very long wait that I wanted to see that we couldn't. I'll get be out. curious. I have to try to remember oh, in a, yeah. about an hour what that was, but. All right. Anything else to say about this movie? Actually, I'm going to add to the bottom of my list just so I mention it. I mean, this cast was huge, and none of them were really big yet. Oh, no. I like, don't think at all. Bacon had Friday the 13th before, but he was an early kill. Gutenberg hadn't done a goddamn thing. Until you just said that. Riser didn't do a goddamn thing. I mean, I mean, outside. What did he do after us? Besides, mad about you and Whiplash, yeah, Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Which I couldn't watch because the DVD was fucking scratched. <laughs> which fucking asshole. I do it over my list. I just hadn't seen it since. Would have like, been number one since on I was thirteen list. or fifteen. Yeah, it's time to be. I would have right. nothing to say. We will. Be I could have watched YouTube videos. Again. We'll be back. Peace. All right. What's your next one? I'm going to go with one that I can talk two minutes about, maybe not much. Okay. And it's probably not anybody's list. But the Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> Jesus. Is that on yours? Not on my list, oh. but I, we, I, we did watch it. I've never even heard of this movie. IMDb at 5.6, meta 51, tomato 45, audience 46, budget was 250000 who knows where the fuck worldwide was? Damn. Had nobody. I had names, but I don't know. Yeah, it was, there's nobody of note in the movie for sure. But I'm a big slasher horror film. This is exactly and, what it is. And this is what this film is. And I'm gonna be honest, and that's what eighty one was about. It's all sci fi horror, sci fi this. Eighty two. And so I'm can't wait to get to the slasher actually era because yeah they're not the greatest but they're just a good 85 to 95 minute movie that just gets to the point people die yeah they don't fuck around people have boobies stabbings and tits Mm -hmm. were there tits in those oh yeah tons Um, they still make these actually like they're, but no, like they remade this. We watched a oh really the remake of this. My yeah. biggest thing with this film <laughs> is these girls are so stupid. <laughs> oh la la, we're having a girls' party. Then guys are coming over, and then they're getting murdered, and they're playing tricks on them, and 
her parents are out of town and they're all high schoolers. And, oh, I'm mixing up the two because the first one happens at the house when the parents leave. The second one, they like drive off to a cabin and the younger mm-hmm. sister sneaks on, right? Yeah. I was getting those two mixed up. Ooh, You're right. To back You're right. to back. Yeah, yeah. that's the first one. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's all just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like, just horrible decisions being made at every step of the way. Okay. Like, exactly. There's a neighbor girl who's kind of an outcast who one of them wanted to invite, but one of the girls is a bitch and typical high school shit. Yeah. And she has a younger yeah, brother who gets involved. I had just has been texting me. She's like, yo, call. I'm just gonna text him and say we're podcasting still. Unless it's like an emergency. No, I go Well, they well, want just a fucking FaceTime bullshit. Text him, say we're potting, unless it's like a real emergency. Like, we'll get off to talk, but. Are you telling that something's now? going on? I'm sending it to Justin. Just like still podcasting. What's up? <clears throat> but yeah, I'm trying to remember because I'm combining What's this the called two again. Movies. I'm sorry. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre. Is that? What I mean, it that's was a called? hell of a title. Yeah. Yeah, it's. And there's several of them. They did sequels upon sequels, and then they remade it like a couple years ago. The Summer Party Massacre. And it's just a big slasher, dumb bitches, dumb guys playing pranks. They're trying to make girls party, and then, yeah, then, like, the sister, like, sees stuff, and their power goes out, so they end up at the party where everybody's dead, and, yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, I mean it's. I enjoy I, I liked slashers. it. I liked yeah, it. I it's an eighty slasher flick, and that was Sandy's fave. From what? One of them she was talking. Maybe it was a backup, but she said that was it. I remember her mentioning it. I don't know if she ever. That was her pick for a podcast. It was probably her backup. But now I'm trying to figure out the one that would have been from. But yeah, I, I eighty like slashers. I don't think we did that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you did one that's like not major franchise. I mean, I know that's a franchise, but like it's not like one that everybody knows. I've never even heard of this. But yeah, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. And Is it on Tubi or did we watch it on Plex? I love Tubi. Tubi's um, fantastic. Yeah. Like, what, yeah, I want to say it was Tubi or I think Flex. it was Tubi. One of them. His new one, I thought it was on like Peacock or Paramount or something. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You're, you're good on that one? Yep. It's a good flick. My number six. I'm curious if anyone has this. An officer and a gentleman. That no. was one that had a very long wait on... The Netflix DVDs, uh, so I'd never seen it. I was I rented it last night for three bucks, so I was just like, whatever. Tomato meter audience or Jesus, blending those together. Tomato meter seventy eight, audience eighty one. IMDb a seven, meta seventy five. Directed by Taylor Hackford, which I knew the name. I had to look it up. He directed Devil's Advocate. 
Okay. And Ray, which I've never seen. Ray with uh, uh, JB Fox. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Written by Douglas Day Stewart. Budget of seven point five million. Made one hundred twenty nine point eight U.S. No worldwide release. Stars Richard Gere, Deborah Winger, Louis Gossett Jr., David Keith, Lisa Blunt, and Lisa Albecker, and David Caruso. I will preface this. I think I've got from this era. You know, Trav, you used to always have like a woman from your era where you were like, yeah. oh, it's a Charlize. Deborah fucking Winger, dude. Yep, that was kind of her. God damn. And I was one of my next movie that I'm also on board with. But God, and you get to see her. You get to see some nudity in this one, too. You get to see her. Is that all the soda we have? Riding. No, we you get to see her riding. Well, slowly and sensually. Like riding a lawnmower, right? No, a dog. Yeah. I don't know anything about this movie except that one. <laughs> I've got nowhere else to go. Yep. That's all I know about this so, movie. And he, uh, Louis Gossett Jr. won an Oscar. His only nomination. He was he one was for supporting. Supporting. Okay. He's the drill sergeant or their their commanding officer. Your it officer. is based. It's about. So at the beginning of the movie, you see Richard Gere. He's like in his twenties. I'm guessing. It's like kind of a dipshit that joins the military or something. He's not really a. I mean, he kind of is, but he he's not dumb. He he his father down on his luck and this it, is only it shows way out the, it shows thing. him in the beginning as a kid. He arrives in the Philippines to visit his father, who's in the military. His father's Robert Loja, which I laughed because I'm like, Robert Loja's already looks way too old to be in the Navy. Like <laughs> even like a career Navy man, like you're not gonna be looking like Robert Loja. Right. Anyways. His father's a drunk who just fucks like Filipino horrors and stuff. <laughs> He's like, you shouldn't be here. Well, it shows a modern day waking up and his dad, Robert Loja, is like, got a, another fucking horror in bed and he lives with him and he's just kind of like fed up. He's like, Loja's only in it for like three minutes, five minutes maybe. He's like, he actually comes in the bathroom and he's like, brushes his teeth. He's like, watch out, I got a fucking hurl. Like, he's kind of like hung over and shit. And he's right. like, He's like, what's up with you? And he's like, I joined the Navy. I'm going to be an airman. Like, he wants to be, like, an air pilot. So he wants to be an officer. He can't not, like, an enlisted That's the title. Yep. (laughs) And he laughs. He's like, you're not going to be a fucking airman. Like, and he leaves him, and you never see Loja again. The mom is Filipino. I think that's kind of implied. No, no, no. Sorry. The mom gets left by Loja back home and kills herself. When he was a kid, he found his mom dead. Okay. Which fucked him up, obviously. Clearly. He joins, and, you know, like, my brother was in the Navy, so I know a bit. Normally, enlisted men, they start out um, locally, so, like, for us, if any of us were to join, we're all too old now, I think. Yeah. I'm Actually, I think I still could technically for, like, another few months, but... Not that it would. I think you can get drafted. 30, I don't know if you can uh, join. You can join up to your 35. Can you? Yeah, I'll be 35 know. in March. So, March 22nd, I'm, I'm joining the Navy, bro. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, no oh, just like with a draft. Or, <laughs> draft, I don't know how with that... With everything in Ukraine, I think we're clear. Well, we haven't had clear. a draft in, what, 50 years? Vietnam was so, the last fucking So, I, I doubt that would happen. It'll just be bodies at that point. However, <laughs> um, normally, 
you go local, so they go to Chicago, Greater Great Lakes. Yeah, like, and then my brother goes to Pensacola. They all go to Pensacola. I feel like Florida. Um, however, this is like officer training, so they're in Puget Sound, Washington State. Okay. Yeah. And there's this factory where these people work. These women work. It's Deborah Winger and her friend uh, Lisa Blunt's character. Who looks, ooh, she looks nice too. They're like, their whole lifestyle is to work, and on the weekends they go to the bars to try to get with a navy man because they want a career navy man to like impregnate them. It's like it's like a scam. Right. It's like they just want a husband. Yep. Who's gonna sure. take them overseas and away from this shitty town? So Deborah Winger and them know all the high ups were like, "Hey, how, hey, honey, how you doing?" Like, and at like some sort of formal event, they come across them and they start him and his buddy start seeing the two of them, and right. he starts gear starts seeing Deborah Winger. Well, at first it's kind of a fling, and then she falls in love with him. Yeah. And Louis Gossett Jr. is like hardcore, like drill sergeant. He's not nearly as good as Lee R. Ermey in Full Metal Jacket. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of the. But he pinnacle. won an Oscar where Ermey didn't. Well, I'm kind of like, oh, that's weird. Maybe uh, that's maybe he point. did it first, so maybe it was kind of like, oh. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He's fine. Right. Uh, but there's some interesting stuff. Like, they have one girl in the class, and, like, there's some stuff where they have to do obstacle courses where they're climbing up walls and doing, like, yeah. and she can't get over the wall, and the guy's, the gossip's kind of a hard ass, but he's, for her, he's like, what does he call her? Sugar, sugar britches or something? He didn't call her sugar tits. <laughs> thank God. Sugar Birch is always like, like her last name Seagar. They call her shoot. It's like Seagar is what they call it. Like cigar. Yeah. Her last name Seagar. And he's kind of nice to her. It's like you, you know, you got to get over to pass the shit. But for now, we're like go around it and stuff like that. They do like training where they actually have to like do oxygen stuff at different elevations. They have to do stuff where they go into water and like flip, like they crash into water. And they have to get out of it. Well, David Caruso, like, almost dies. Okay. And he goes, um, what's the term? D-O-R. It's like, they basically quit. Which was allowed then. I don't know if it is now. I mean, you can quit SEAL training. I don't know about... But they quit. Like, he quits. Okay. Well, him and his buddy, Gear and his buddy... I'm sure the, he can quit anything. The blonde chick... Well, you don't know her. But the, she's, she's blonde with good tits. She... She tells him she's pregnant. Well, then, like, he asks her to marry him. He ends up quitting because he gets too much anxiety over it. He quits. He goes DOR and doesn't tell her and shows up at and her she house. she wants fucking a Navy and she, guy. And he's like, I'm going to marry you. Like, And she's like, I'm not really pregnant. So he, she tricked him, but he also fucked up by quitting. So, like, he can't go back. You can't go back. Right, right. So he's fucked. So he checks into a hotel, and Richard, it gets fucked up because I wasn't expecting this. When Richard Gere and Deborah were going to check on him, he, he fucking hung himself. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Because yeah. you know this guy the whole movie. Right. And then, like, Winger, her family, like, her mom works. Her mom's, uh, remember on, on Seinfeld, Susan's mom? Yeah. That's her mom. Okay. Grace <laughs> Zabriskie. She's a lot of David Lynch films right. and shows. She's on Twin Peaks and stuff. Um. It ends up it ends up working out for them eventually, but like like he shows what, up. What leads up to that scene? That the only scene I know from the movie where he's oh so um, goddamn it, what was it? 
what we He's standing in the rain just screaming at him. Oh, they're making out in the rain. Oh, fuck you. Piece of shit. He gets caught. He has a connection with like shoe shining and like belt shining for the uniform. They have everything up, up, like, because they do inspections. Right, right, right. He has a guy who he pays because he has money. Because, I don't know, he's just kind of, I think he's kind of a rich kid in a weird way, but like he. He doesn't do any of the work at the beginning, even though he does work hard. He's smart. Mm-hmm. And the the drill sergeant finds out that he's like cheating, and he, he's like, "I could fucking kick you out." He's like, "So I'm putting you through." He's like, "Get on your." Uh, so he's not saying that to Deborah Winger. He's saying that to. Yeah, he's saying that to Louis Gossett. Okay. The he puts on his. He's like, "Get on your fatigues, boy. It's gonna be a rough weekend." And the whole weekend, the whole time, just like. Hose down doing push-ups like like right. really terrible shit right and at the end he goes are you ready to fucking quit boy and he's like he's like no and he's like why are you doing this he's like i have nowhere else to okay. go like i thought he was for some reason i just assumed he was saying that to his lady no he said it to luke Zagasse. Oh, okay. he's like i have nowhere else to go like gotcha. and that's when he actually kind of like realized like oh like he's invested this kid really does care yeah and so, um, yeah, the winger thing, though, that was what happens is he, what happens to a lot of these women is that they get stood up eventually because it's like the guy does, like, made it so far, he they helped him get through a certain portion and of this. And then he bails. And he bails. Yeah. And he does that. And they run to each other at a bar kind of at one point, and she's with another guy anyways at that point. And then he realizes after the stuff happening with his friend who kills himself, he passes, and she's not at the graduation. He shows up to the factory in his in his uniform and like takes her away, and that's the end. Gotcha. It's actually like I kind of there's like the ending was kind of emotional actually. Is like, this the first time you'd seen it? Yeah, I'd never. I'd heard of it. I've always I'm heard not of it. Big, like I said, I knew that scene, but that was my only reference to what this movie was at all. Yeah, there's a scene though, like slow, sensual, like. You see her tits for a second, and you like see her back and her like dimples on her back, and then you start to see her butt, and you're like, "Ooh, nice!" And I'm like, "Oh, Deborah Winger, hello." Didn't age the best, but no, but back then, whatever back was going on when she was 20, because she, she was born in '55, so she's older than my parents. Yeah. So she would have been 27. So you can call her mommy. I wouldn't do nothing. Oh, fuck her dimples! You sick? <laughs> she looked real good though. Good and then for my next movie, which I'm sure is on, I know it's on your list. My other girl for your 82 is on this list. All right, so me? Yep. yep. I would imagine, I know it's on yours. I don't know if it'll, it should be on yours, I would okay. think. Uh, my number five is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yep. What's funny is it's not on mine, but it's I do not. like it. Okay. I didn't rewatch it, and I kind of was like, "Ah, eh, teen." I, it I wouldn't knew, have been on my list. I knew we'd I be able to talk it. about it. Mm-hmm. So, an IMDb is seven point one, Metascore is sixty one, Rotten Tomatoes of seventy eight percent, Tomato Meter eighty percent, audience five million dollar budget. That's a good balance. Domestically, twenty seven million, ninety two thousand eight hundred eighty dollars. Worldwide, this is the other one. Twenty-seven million ninety-three thousand one hundred sixteen dollars. So it made like yeah. four hundred fifty <laughs> bucks internationally. Sorry. It's directed by Amy Heckerling, written by Cameron Crowe. That's a good flick. 
I, mean, I love how the you had the stoner who Sean ordered Penn. pizza. Spicoli. Yeah, Spicoli ordered pizza into the thing, and then he didn't get to eat it. The, the teacher's like, oh, yeah, how about so-and-so and so-and-so come eat some? I mean, the, this kind of has the Seinfeld feel where the movie isn't really about anything. It's just no, not really. situations that happen, and you move on, and you on to another situation, and you move on. And there's some great moments. Like I always like the uh, the Phoebe Cates pool scene, and then that's that's one of the most iconic but then, scenes. In but cinema. then the follow up of Judge Reinhold like beating her <laughs> in the yeah, little shed yeah, is just yep. so fucking funny. I was describing that to my dad once, like just because he's seen it but he forgot. And I remember I, when I mentioned that to George Reinhold, he just fucking died laughing. Like, that's so funny. Like, I mean, that scene has been, we just did. Because he's the sister of, he's supposed to be, or brother. He's the brother he's of the brother Jennifer of, Lee. Yes. The older brother of Who's, Jennifer like, Jason. the shitbag friend who, like, fucks I don't know over. that I've ever seen him before. His name's, like, Tony or something? He looks yeah, like a Tony. He, he acts like a Tony. Or, a, like, a Vinny. Some kind of Italian Douche, yeah, fucking Guido douchebag. Hey, fuck you. Not Tony. That's early yes. Jennifer. Oh, you're talking about half of me, too. Well, you're a Guido douchebag, so... Justin. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that... The coming out of the fucking pool and unclasping the To fucking... the cars? Yeah. What? It's uh, something in... Was mo- it Moving in Stereo? Moving in Stereo. Yes, that... That's a great album. That there was a, in the trivia anyway. It says that VHS tapes were ruined because there was so much rewinding and yes. fucking at that moment. That's so funny. Like, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. Oh, well, there's also like, don't they get an abortion? Jennifer I... Jason Lee gets pregnant by the douchebag, gets an abortion. They and work at the food court at different places. She works at the food court. Her, movie Jennifer Jason Lee and um, Phoebe Cates <laughs> work at the food court at one of the stands. And they're they're ushers. the actual nerd boyfriend works at the movie theater. The douchebag is like scalping tickets. Oh, he's just a fucking shit yeah. He's just he's a gonna sh- be fucking dead in just ten a, years yeah, from like a, killed by a bookie. Uh, fucking. Judge Reinhold works at like a burger shop and gets fired because it's a fish place with like pirate themed. That's or where he works after time? the burger place. Yeah, and Louis Anderson's in it. Yes, yes, yes he is. Uh, I'm right, right. I think so. I think it's I Louis Anderson's correctly. like the guy at the first job. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, or he looks at the. No, or does he work at the wait, food court? Uh, wait, uh, mm. no, I don't know. I swear well, you're gonna have to look that up. I'm not I'll sure. I'll look it up. Yeah, but no, this is a great movie. I just didn't then, rewatch it. I do like it. There's titties all over. There's, I mean, yeah, you get in some touchy subjects with abortion and. <coughs> well, I mean, it happens. Oh, Louis Anderson died almost exactly a year ago. So did right. you. January 21st. Uh, no, maybe. Hold on. You're right. No, I'm wrong. I'm, what movie am I thinking of? Coming to America, is he in it? He works at a fast food restaurant in some movie. It might be Coming to America. It might be. Yeah, I can't remember. When they're getting robbed by Samuel L. Jackson. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in fact, it's showing up. Yep. 
That's what it is. Yeah. So, nice quit glimping. But again, like I said, there's not really, there's not really a full protagonist. You're following all these characters, yeah, good, bad, the, or otherwise, yeah, individually. Who is the good guy? Like Mr. Hand, remember Mr. Hand? Because yeah, I mean, he's in the stand. That guy, the yeah. stand miniseries. You got Phoebe Cates, who's dating somebody who's in college or working in Chicago. You never see, but she's always oh, talking about how great their sex life is, and then they break up over fucking. Do you think a letter. that's? It's been a while, but do you think that's kind of almost like an American Beauty type thing, where she's full of shit? I think she was full of shit the entire kinda time. Kind of like yeah. me. I think she was character. a virgin the whole fucking time. Yeah, I. That's what I think. Um, I wonder if uh, what's his, Sam Mendes? That was his. It could be. That could like, be. I don't influence. I wouldn't. Some kind. I'd be shocked if it wasn't um, Do you want to know the f- greatest trivia about this movie? Is there are three Best Actor Oscar winners in this movie? Winners, not even nominees. Winners. It's Penn. Penn. Did Jennifer Jason Lee win for Hateful Eight? No, I'm saying actors, not even actors. Oh, Jesus. She was nominated. Okay. Forrest Whitaker is the linebacker. Oh, shit, that's right. They fucking fuck his car up. That was great. And then... Very, very, he's only in a couple scenes, and you don't even know it's him because they don't. Nicholas Coppola Cage is one of the just classmates. Oh my oh, god, shit. that's right. Yeah, Fuck. I remember. So that. there are three Oscar-winning actors in this fucking film. That's oh. wild. And yeah. Amy Heckerling, who's directed this, the next, the other big movie she directed was Clueless, and that's mm. like the only two movies she ever did that were any good. Yeah. Shit. Crow wrote this though. That's random. I thought so too. I think it's Pretty based on a story or something or a novel. I mean, I know a lot of like, what did he do? What was the almost famous? That's almost famous based was on his some big of one. his life. Yeah, it has something to do with his, like his autobiography in a way. I think so. So this very well might. So be So he's too. pretty young. Yeah. If he directed Say Anything, which is on my list in '89, but Actually, yeah, I, I like Fast Times. It didn't make my list. Yeah. Wait, I thought Say Anything was only me. Did you guys like that? I. Did like it? I can't I, remember. I have to, I'd, have to, I'd have to re-listen to '89. What are we talking about? Cameron Crowe, who wrote Fast Times, directed "Say Anything" with John, John Cusack, Cusack with the stereo over the head. I'm pretty sure I had that. Okay, maybe we did. Was, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm mistaken. There was one. That was like two, my number two that year. Yeah, that was, that was one that was a close one. That he did "Vanilla Sky." I always like that. Yeah, That's right. Well, he did do "Vanilla Sky." Didn't make my list. Well, that was when we didn't have long lists, though. So, yeah, we have to revisit those, like we talked about. Definitely. What are you looking for? Your phone? He keeps dropping it. everything. It's okay. Yeah, right. that's uh, that was my number five. Yeah, that was going to be in my eight nine range. I just wanted to change it up some. Not, uh, I just I didn't rewatch it either. So I. Yeah, I it wouldn't have made my list at any like I said, so, I, just, I just thought Louis Anderson was in it. So that's <laughs> this really. one could cross off one on your list because I held back with my last one because you and I are probably gonna be button here. Okay. Creep show. Creep show is not on mine. I did like really, it. I love. I've never this. seen it. Did Stephen King write it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We had something to do with it. Yep. I wanted to watch. I don't have Shutter any. Or I know we have your friend. You guys as friends Shutter. I I didn't. I couldn't remember. Yeah, we've been logged out of logging. that too. It's, it's oh, I don't okay. know why it keeps logging out, but yeah, let me know if you. IMDb is six point eight, Meta fifty nine, 
Tomatoes, 65%. Audience, 60 Worldwide, 21 million. Budget was eight. I mean, writer Steven Spielberg. King. King, fuck you. Very different. But I think I, I know George several different A. Directors. Romero. Yeah. It had some. It had Leslie directors. Nelson. It's kind of like Twilight Zone the movie, but with horror, right? But yeah, other than that, it was. Dude, I just love how they started it off. Was he with... Nielsen in one of them? Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's what I just said. If you would have listened. <laughs> you didn't finish. I cut you off. That's what happened. Yeah, you need to shut the fuck up. Well, you also you said do. Leslie Nelson. So Yeah, so shut the fuck <laughs> up over there, too. But yeah. no. This movie is one movie that... I love it, it has five different ones. And it also is a comic book. And it starts with a young kid who is... He's like, don't throw it away, and you're just thinking as a yeah, his dad's beating the adult. shit out of him. Yeah, mm. you're just like, oh, this is a porno. No, it's a fucking <laughs> comic. This is actually a, a <laughs> comic that was in like the fifties or something. Yeah, oh, okay. And it was very hardly pressured to get deleted by the government back in like the McCarthyism era. Like okay. this is all bullshit. The pro red or some shit. Just, I mean, or they were trying was, to just get rid of everything. It's yeah. fucking destroying our youth. But yeah, it's five different stories. You don't get to VHS without this movie and like Twilight Zone yeah. and shit like that. That's cool. Like, it's like an anthology movie. It is an anthology movie. Yeah, 100%. there's five different things. Did King write all of them? King wrote everything. And but the comic is based on a real comic. Is what you're saying that that one story is these based, stories are based on or they're all based on one creep comic. show was a comic <laughs> oh like okay i didn't know that. They did that their own TV i think they series were in the 90s each i one, remember that there is a and i think they rebooted it again well, i know of it doing it again on shutter like okay. a, another show but it was a comic where each comic is a completely different story it's not a linear fucking okay part one part two thing but i'm trying to remember the original the first story was dad didn't get his birthday cake and he got killed by his daughters Mm -hmm. and then comes back as a zombie looking for his birthday cake and kills everybody Hmm. i'm trying to remember what the other ones were Struggling. We watched this one. Are they early. like more campy or are they actually scary? They're kind of campy, but well, they, uh, it's kind of like Tales from the Crypt. Almost. Yeah, that's kind of what I got that's, from the cover yeah. with the, yeah. the face. I was it has like, that it's Tales of Crypt. It's it. good, but they even at one point they reference like Boston, two thousand miles, Salem's Lot, which is Kevin's or Kevin's Stephen King's fucking. Or not really. You're gonna reach. Salem's Lot. It was yeah, that's um, a Stephen no King Castle King. Rock is what they were. Well, Salem's Lot is also right, but it was Castle Rock was what I was reading. Well, he's also famed for combining like Salem's Lot. There's characters in that that are in like the Dark Tower. There's like com- yeah. there's things that cross over. There are sometimes. people that try and reach out and connect everything that he's done to a. The Stand is connected universe. to some things yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if The Shining is, but. Yeah. Well, no, because that was like in Colorado or some shit. Well, where's the Boulder, Overlook Hotel? Boulder. Boulder. Yeah. You're dead. I like how you know the title of the hotel. I didn't even know that. <laughs> well, 
Which, that's a 1980. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, you just started that. There goes my phone. Disrupt your it's okay. I, I mean, it's all okay. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, shit. Do you remember any of the other segments? The one, oh, the one with Leslie Nielsen. His wife is cheating on him. Yep. And. Is it funny? It, no. no, it's played pretty straight. And he buries him in the sandlot so the tie take him out. He kidnaps both his wife and her the lover. one her lover, takes them to the beach, buries them up to their neck, and lets the tide roll in over him. And he's videotaping it and watching it. He's actually pretty psycho. Like he's Leslie Nielsen, but he's not airplane Leslie Nielsen. Naked gunner, just Leslie right. Nielsen. He's uh, kind of... I love Leslie Nielsen. The fact that he's doing this and still being... is kind of disturbing, actually, to yeah. watch him do that. Play the... Have the same, like, dictation and tone and everything, but... But, like, playing a stream. I, I, I'm going to watch you die, <laughs> and I'm going to videotape it. It's almost and, hard to like, take seriously. Yeah. And, God, there was somebody else in the note. The guy that he killed... <laughs> Is somebody also? Fuck, who was it? Oh, I got a drink. I yeah, I didn't. Like I said, I saw it was on Shutter. I was like, I don't think I can get into that account, so I just skipped it. But it sounds pretty cool. No, it's influential, a great movie. like you said. It, oh shit, this whole fucking shit's fucking. Like it's yeah. influential to like like you said like a Twilight Zone movie or oh Ed Harris was in the oh one oh god Ed Harris Ted Danson was the one with Leslie oh, Nielsen oh that I did see a screenshot he, of that where he's like got him mm, pinned down kind of he was the one that got buried alive <laughs> Ted that's like first year at Cheers too he probably wasn't even out yet Ed Harris was I bet you Cheers was fall of eighty two was in the father one the birthday cake one oh wow yeah um he wasn't even famous yet either. I don't remember the crate. What was the crate? Oh, that was the one under the fucking... Under the house or something? No, there was a crate in a science lab at a school. And there was a demon or something in there that fucked Hmm. everything up. Yeah, Um, I don't remember a lot of these. I just remember liking all of them. The Lonesome Death of Jordy Verrill. I don't remember that one. Oh, that was a dumbass. With the meteor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking start growing his yeah. own green on him. Yeah. That awesome is marijuana. But yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It's silly. It's good. Like I said, Tales from the Crypt is a pretty good barometer for what it is. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And I that was borderline on my list, for sure. <coughs> All right, so that was yours, right? Oh yeah, yeah of course. Um, this might be low for you, but my number five is Poltergeist. That's my number yep. three. That's not mine. Tomato meter audience, or Jesus, I did it again. Damn, <laughs> damn, it's like, it's like Denzel all over again. Yeah. John Tomato- David. John David. Tomato eighty-eight, audience seventy-nine. IMDb a seven point three, meta seventy-nine. 
Directed by Tobe Hooper, which is a weird name. Yeah, I think it's R- Toby. Is it Toby? I think so. That's how you say it? I think that's how you say it. It spells like T O B. Written by Steven Spielberg, Michael Grayus, and Mark Victor. Budget 10.7 million, US 77.2, worldwide 77.23. Stars Craig T. Nelson, Joe Beth Williams, Heather O'Rourke. Joe Beth Williams, who was in The Big Chill, is my other, like. Yep, she was a smoke show. Foxy motherfucker. Yeah, I like this show. All right, movie. I was going to ask, I maybe I need clarification, because I saw this once when I was probably, whatever, 10 to 15 or whatever age I was. It's the first time since. I always know yeah. that, you know, they're here, you know, it's always yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah. So the very end when he's, when Craig T. Nelson's the whole, like, you move the stones, but you didn't move the bodies. Yep. Are they in a different house than earlier, or is it the same house? It's the same house, I believe. Is it? Yeah. Because I kind of I don't was, think they ever moved. That's why I, I was confused about I'm like, because I was like, is this like two different problems where it's like, okay, it's a, it's like a grave site problem, and then that's because the first part of the move, the first two thirds of the movie, where the the little girl's gone, you know, then clearly there's the shit going on yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I was like, that's more of like a ghost demon than like a, I don't know, like a burial site. There seems like it's two well, different the, things. The, the thing is the burial sites is is the souls that are buried there is what's haunting the property. But it's not just the but, property at that point. By right. the end, it's but everywhere. At, at that point, it seems like why is their house the only one being affected, presumably? Exactly. Because that whole neighborhood is built. That's over. why I was. Cons- that's why I wondered if they moved. Because do you remember when he meets his boss at that, and he's like, "Because he's, ta- he's like, make sure about you expanding to what they're gonna okay." Just that might be a what it threw me off because I was thinking, the stone, move the stones again. That's why I was like, they had to move. Otherwise, like it seemed like when they got the daughter back. It seemed like they were in a different house or something. To me, to me, I don't. Well, when they got the daughter back, they fucking bailed. Yeah, and they went to the hotel and shoved the TV out. But I'm guessing like the at the towards the end when like she goes to take a bath and like the and kids are in the room again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just assumed they were in a different house for some reason. No, nope, that's the same house because they had the fucking pool dug out and, and all this, that. Yeah. And that's, that's the only thing I'm like, kind of like that seems like you said it's not like a, a nitpick. I guess it's kind of a nitpick. I mean, it, like, no, really, it's, like. Um. Yeah, I I this is a great movie. Uh, yeah, like the it. fact that this is PG. Uh, I granted there was no other fucking stamp you could put on it. It was PG or R. But fuck, <laughs> like it's pretty. Yeah, we're talking about poltergeist still. Yeah, right? correct. Okay, Jesus. I love the chair thing too. With like. Where she's excited to like see her go. I'm like, I'd be fucking out of there in a heartbeat. Yeah, like, and no even fucking way. Even when they bring in the first like ghost hunters to look at it and shit's happening and they're freaking out. I'm like, yeah, that's that's, that's it is no, what it is. That's like, normal. And we, oh, we, when the guy when the guy starts, we don't go in that room. When the guy like you see, even though it's not actually happening, but his head where he's like starts ripping his face off. Oh yeah, that's fucking intense as shit. With the yeah, I was because I had spent a long time since I've seen this. I was like, holy shit, like this is fucked up. Yep. 
and then I forgot that wasn't actually happening. I was just like, oh, and that's why he like bails on the project. Yeah, like, he's gone. Oh no shit! Like I would too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But like that's yeah. Do you understand why I thought that though? I'm like, I'm yeah, like, it I, I seems can under- like they're I in a different spot. That, but my other nitpick is not the little girl who had a tragic death herself. I think she died of sepsis or something weird. She had there were infection. a couple problems that happened. She died on Poltergeist like three or after Poltergeist three of like yeah. sepsis or something. Fucking but like this a- is one of those famous haunted Hollywood sets. But the other daughter, the the son and daughter, like the older daughter, the older daughter, she was a terrible actress. I was like, every scene with her, I'm like, God, yeah. this girl's I mean, horrible. Yeah, I think that's kind of why they sent her to her friend's house for the entire fucking movie. When oh, yeah. Was like, 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 there was like two scenes with her where she has to act more, and I'm like, good God, you're terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least the blonde little girl, like, she's just creepy enough with the blonde hair. Like, they're here. Like, exactly. Didn't really have to emote. It was all kind of like when she was gone. I do like to. All... I do like the Craig T. Nelson with the neighbor, too, like the whole remote thing. <laughs> yeah, when they're trying to watch the fight or the game or whatever the fuck I think it it's is. like the game with, like, the immaculate reception or just something. <clears throat> no, that can't be right. It'd be like, it's like a playoff game, though. Yeah, I can't, was it a football game or was it a boxing match? I can't remember. I thought it was football. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember where they are. But yeah, they're just fucking back and forth. My kids are trying to watch and something <laughs> stupid. It's just like, fuck you. Like... <laughs> I was like, damn, could you... Thank God that's not the case. Did you see the remake? Sam Rockwell? No. I heard it was terrible. That's too bad, because Sam Rockwell... Sam Rockwell's a boss, but... They did it PG-13, and apparently it was just dog shit. What year was that? 15? 16? Okay, so let's go with who's next. Yeah, I, I got anything else to say about Poltergeist? Or? No. Um, no. I mean, if you want to rush was that this mine? along, that was yours. Okay, there you go, then. My, I have two left. I have three. I have one. My, well, my number four, I'm assuming he's going to knock you out, is uh, E.T. <coughs> it's my number four. What's your number four? Done. Yep. I have fucking two left after this? Jesus. IMDb is 7.9 Metascore. Oh, it means you didn't watch it. You son of a bitch. Oh, we watched no, it. We watched no, no, no. A different movie. Sorry. Me? I'm doing I'm doing deduction based on sub- like okay. subtraction. Like I assume my number two is on your list. But yes. We'll get there. IMDb is 7.9 Metascore of 91. Rotten Tomatoes of 99% tomato meter. Yeah. 72% audience. Who's the one asshole? It said this was a shit movie. Yeah, because you got to grade it pretty low. <laughs> yeah. It's a budget of $10.5 million. Yeah. This is the greatest family movie of all you time. You go suck a dick. Domestically, $437,141,279. Worldwide, Spice Spielberg was the best back Directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Melissa Motherson? Matherson? Matherson is what I have. Uh, before we get into the movie, <coughs> the article I read on this, it was written a couple years ago, but based on inflation, this was the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. I think this is the this could arguably be the greatest family film of all time. Because there it's are got little, a strong argument. For there sure. are little elements like my sister used to say the scene where in the beginning when you see the court like the, not the cornfield what is it 
when they go to the garage and you see E.T. pop up and you go, ah! Yeah. My, they used to scare the shit out of my sister when she was little. Mm-hmm. But my sister had an E.T. like Dull. stuffed animal. Yeah. Like, like it is the most, it's probably, among, I saw this at the park on Anabue. What's that fucking park by the Fort, Gerald R. Ford Museum? I know where you're talking about. Anabue or Amanabue, yeah. whatever. I saw it on the big screen in 2015. Yeah. Don't regret it. It was awesome. Like, uh, just yeah, to be like, I, I saw I this on the big it. screen. Like, I got to see it. Like, I mean, it's, I, watching it now, I kind of find the look of E.T. a bit unnerving. Like, like, I, especially like, when he, I get really turned turn, like gray or white. When my sister, my sister, okay, so. really, my sister would get really upset when he would turn, when he would, when he was dying. When he was dying, yeah. What? And so I have to say, I burned out my um, tape three times. It's one of the first DVDs my parents bought. I never owned this, and I, I, this is not one that I would. Did you know too? Out of trivia, this movie was the creation of Reese's Pieces. Because they wanted to use M and M's or something, and they something to, but the Reese's Pieces, Reese's was like, we'll we'll make this candy for you. Reese's Pieces I, I is like one of my favorite candies. Yep. The creation of Reese's Pieces is because of E.T. Yep, I do remember reading that. Um, there was some reason they couldn't. They wanted to use M&M's. Yeah, I can't remember why couldn't. either. God, Reese's Pieces was so good. Still. <clears throat> Jesus. I mean, Drew Barrymore before she became a cokehead. There's actually like, I could make a case. I'd have to look. I know he was young. He was probably only like 10 or 11. The kid who plays Elliot should have been nominated. He's so good in this. He is good. But when he's yelling, like, no, no. You got to realize this is early fucking Oscars. They're not giving that award to kids. They're just not. They did back in the day. Tatum O'Neill won when she was nine. Yeah. But then who was the next 10 fucking. uh, What the fuck is her name? Rogue. She won for... Oh, she was like 13? Yeah. 12? Uh, Anna Paquin? Yes, Anna Paquin. He's so he's good in this movie. He is. And apparently, Drew Bar- a couple lines that Drew Barrymore dropped were like completely ad-libbed. Like oh, really? Spielberg well, kids just, are just left Kids are just <laughs> yeah. kids. Just saying shit. Kids like, say that's f- fucking perfect. It's like Bill Cosby. Kids say the darndest <laughs> things, especially when you give them pills. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not pills. The, I guess he never did that to kids. Thank God. Yeah. It's bad enough what he did. The effects are tough. And today, I haven't seen it in a bit, so I can't. Oh, we we did rewatch it. They are? Yeah, the fl- The biking bike flying, thing is a little, it's a little bit E.T. Like, looks fine. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like, yeah, you're not really. Yeah, it, that's tough. Um, but think about like Spielberg's. I know he is getting old now, but like. Between Jaws, Close Encounters, this, Schindler's, Christ, like... I mean, I, I it's not his best movie, saving. but it's probably my favorite is Minority Report. I fucking I know, love that movie. But just movie. think about, like, the five I just named. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody, if any director, if, if you had said Stanley Kubrick had done Jaws, Close Encounters, E.T., Schindler's List, and Saving Private Ryan, like, the Jesus fucking christ it's, it's, any director would 
You could put that filmography up as much as I love Nolan, or it's like you can't. No, they can't. You can't compete with that. And I haven't seen the Fablemans, but I'm sure it's fine. Maybe Scorsese. I mean, Kubrick didn't do enough movies. No, a lot of people. The one of the guys that foreign guys from this year, Igmar Berman. Igmar, yep. Like he apparently he's got quite the fucking. I've seen the movie. That I mentioned. I didn't see it. I've seen I it before, to, but, but a long, long time ago. And I started it, and, again, I, it and I was doing stuff, and I was like, and, I can't. Yeah. Like, foreign, at, at uh, what you call it? Subtitles. <coughs> One of the things uh, back to ET I like yeah. is they don't show, like they always cut to people looking for him, mm-hmm. but they never show them, like until they end when they infiltrate the house like you don't see any one of those scientists i always faces. thought the quarantining scenes were scary i could yeah as a child There's something yeah. about and like that's what it is when you start yelling is when the fucking flower is dying yeah like yeah it's like i said i haven't seen this in six seven years like ah this movie is still wonderful like it's a beautiful film. That's the best way to describe it, I think. And as one of my greatest, the greatest insults that you never hear anymore is, it wasn't like that penis breath. <laughs> and that was another ad lib thing, like the mom laughing while she's like, oh, that's chastising. hilarious. That that was her natural reaction. Like she wasn't pe- supposed to laugh. Like penis breath is just a <laughs> funny fucking thing to say to somebody. Yep. Yeah, it's totally. And then the Halloween when they go out on Halloween and he's like just They're trying there. to, yeah. That's cool. And there was a Yoda. That was a cross. <laughs> there's a Spielberg George Lucas thing e- there. ET was in Attack of the Clones or whatever. They're yeah. they're, they're they're best they're, friends. They're really good. They're best friends. friends. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. Everybody... I think Lucas could have been an all timer had he just he just wasn't active enough. He... Yeah. Made Star Wars Too and just fucking on sat on his laurels. American Graffiti was a big deal, though, back in the day. Back so. in the day, yep. He wrote or produced at least uh, Indiana Jones. All right, my number three. We have, I've got two left. You have one. You have none. I have one. Yeah. My number three, I'm going to say it because uh, I don't know if you didn't watch it or what, but I texted you about it. The that, Verdict. That was another one that was a wait. Oh, it's so good. Tomato meter eighty nine, audience eighty eight. IMDb is seven seven point seven, meta seventy seven. Directed by Sidney Lumet, who was the one that directed Twelve Angry Men. Okay. Yeah, that, I want. Written by David Mamet, who wrote like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah, he's prolific. Budget sixteen million, U.S. fifty three point nine, fifty three point nine nine worldwide. Paul Newman, Charlotte Rampling, Jack Warden, and James Mason. Newman was up for Best Actor, and Mason was up for Best Supporting. Neither one, though both had a case. No. Mason's awesome in this movie. So is Newman. Um, try to be quick, I guess. It's about... It's a Boston-based movie. It's about an alcoholic lawyer, played by Paul Newman, who really, like, in the last three years previous to this moment in time, has had four cases. Okay. He goes to the same bar every day, drinks Bushmills, drinks beer, and plays pinball. He's just like, he's a loser. Which Paul right. Newman at this time didn't play losers. Right. He was starting to get a little aging. He was probably like 50-ish at the time. And he has a client who was in a coma. 
she's like a not a vegetable well, i guess he kind of is and her sister and brother-in-law or maybe his brother and sister-in-law i can't remember vice versa they come to him to be like hey like there's malpractice going on here it's it's a medical malpractice it's a, it's it's a courtroom drama right you know? yeah i, I i'm vaguely familiar with and i think i'd mentioned in the text to you you did text me yeah i know it's different and there's probably a better line the most famous line from a few good men i thought this is very much like a few good men before a few good men really but with medical malpractice instead of military gotcha tribunal or whatever they call it back i guess it's not but the majority of the film takes place in the courtroom or um probably like a third of it because it's researching some of it's research and stuff It's he because re- it's connected to the archdiocese of Boston. So there's the Catholic oh, shit about that shit into it yeah. too. Oh, oh boy, yeah. oh boy. And <laughs> it's found. And James Mason's the defense attorney, and he's fucking outstanding. He's got such a good accent, and like I don't know much about James Mason, but he's an old timer actor. He's like seventy at this point. Right. Probably should have won. I don't know who won Best Supporting Actor in 82 or 83 Oscars, but fucking awesome. But Newman, it's probably a little bit of a nitpick because it's like, I don't believe this would happen. He gets an offer and doesn't present it to the client, his clients, which I think is against the law. That's illegal. Yeah, 100%. That's the one like nitpick (laughs) of the movie where it's like, Okay, like, why wouldn't they have fired him and sued him? Like, that? he didn't do that because he thought he could win. He thought he, he didn't want win. them to. He was like, he's always been a loser, but he kind of like, he's still a good lawyer. And he's like, I know I can win this. The so offers... what, what was the medical malpractice? Like, what are they um, actually going after? Do you God, remember? what was it? Oh. It was about administering. God damn it. What was it? It's a big part of the movie at the end in the court. God damn it. I'm trying to remember. It's about administering like some sort of medication or like, oh, the check, the nurse who checked her, them in, she's having some sort of incident. She gets, she gets the information about medication that this woman's on mm-hmm. and it's, it can cause cardiac arrest. Like the, if they do something. The doctor was overworked and didn't consult that and just went on, and then it caused her to go into a coma. So it's not a class action lawsuit. He's representing one client? There's two. It's like a doctor and like a, some sort of other doctor involved. There's two people that are defending. They're defending. One is the main guy. Oh, yeah. oh. oh, you're talking about Newman? Yeah. he's Yeah, it's one person. Okay. Um, but they're suing the doctor they're and suing the, the nurse. doctors. The nurse is unknown. You don't know about her at this okay, point. Okay. But that in, the, kind, of, in the, kind of the they end up seeking her. There's another possible nitpick where it's like they get a doctor who's going to defend them, or like come to their defense. Right. Be an expert and witness. He in their gets defense. when they go the night before to check on him. He's all of a sudden in the Dominican. It's because he got paid off by. So they find a nurse who was there that day that is the one that did the check-in. And, like, the whole final thing is, like, it's played by uh, Lindsay Krause, who was kind of a big actor in the early I think she dated, like, William Hurt or I somebody. I remember the name. But... She 
she basically, while she's being cross-examined, reveals that she, he's like, it looks like you made a, you know, this, this, I had to do with how, how, oh, that's what it was. How recent she had eaten compared for the surgery. Okay. And it was, she said, you wrote one, nine out or nine hours. And she's like, I didn't write a nine. And he's like, you wrote nine. It's right here. And she's like, I wrote a one. And like, okay. basically she says to him, like, she's like, I made a copy. She made a photocopy and has it. And you see his face. Like, he's like, objection? Like, to his oh. own fucking thing. Like, he's just like, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, it ends up the defense, James Mason and his fucking team, who have a lot of money, they are, because they're backed by the Archdiocese, right. they are like, objection to this. Like, jury can't hear this. And the judge the judge is in the whole time with his career. He's a corrupt judge. Right. He's like... I'll uphold, like, basically, like, jury, disregard this. And at the very end, the jury <laughs> rules in Newman's favor, so Newman wins. Okay. Now, the nitpick is, like, technically, based on what they heard, they should not have ruled in his favor. Yeah, but, again, that's yeah, so you, fucked up. It's so, isn't that, fu- <laughs> isn't that why our system is so, so wild? Dude, I'm telling you, this movie's you would love like I, I wanted great. to see it but I also mentioned this might have been aged the worst because in a set in a very small moment because Charlotte Rampling isn't it Do you know what Charlotte, Charlotte Rampling, Rampling is? oh yeah French actress I mean, she oh yeah swimming pools yeah she's yeah, the old woman, I the older love woman. That she plays she is playing Paul Newman she's sleeping with him but she's playing for the other side Okay. And he finds out, and there's a scene in the in a bar where he literally punches her in the not slaps, punches <laughs> her in the face. Well, that happened. And I remember being like, "Ooh, I understand why this movie like, like that would not happen today." But Paul Newman, when they when they put it in and they asked him, "Do you well, want to keep I mean, this?" He said, "I think the character would do that." If I remember correctly, didn't Paul Newman have a few incidences of something like that? I'm back not sure. In the day? Maybe. I, I, I thought he was a pretty decent guy, but he might have beat him. Maybe I'm thinking William Hurt because he brought him <laughs> oh, up. But William Hurt William for Hurt sure was did. Shit, Definitely did. But. Which is funny because a movie that's not on my list had William Hurt's first well, wife. Well, I think we need to finish the list because we're getting there. What's your issue? I'm just saying I'm empty. I know, we've got one left. We've seen it. All right, your number yeah, one's the same as mine, correct? No, my number one was the thing. No, I mean your last movie. So. I would fucking hope so. What is yours? I'm sorry, I'm not looking at my list. Blade Runner. Yeah, it's my number one. Okay. That's my number one. That's my number two. I re-wa- I rewatched it. I know it wasn't on your list. Are you the final cut guy or I doesn't matter? It doesn't they really are matter. They're a little different. But. Isn't the only difference the fucking voiceover at the end? I think it might be the order a little bit in some ways. I can't remember. I, haven't, I watched the final, final cut. I watched. I have... A version on DVD. I, I forgot I a lot. Really of this movie. don't know what version it is. I kind of forgot a lot of this movie until I watched it again. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't rewatch this for this podcast because we did it with Your f- our other one yeah. with Harrison Ford films, and Star Wars was unavailable. So it'd be this or like the Fugitive for me. Oh, it was. The yeah, Witness, we took maybe? out. Well, he did Witness, so. That made me listen to 86. And we couldn't do... We took out Star Wars and Indiana Jones. 
Oh, yeah. So I honestly almost contemplated doing Blade Runner 2049 because I, I like that movie a lot more than a lot of people do. It's I very fucking good. Love it's very good. It, it, when we did 2017 or whatever year that came out, I had not watched it. I think so that was we, my number two. Do you remember when we year. talked about redoing the first 20 years? It's like a, another 10 movies. Yeah. That I watched it for that, but we so we scrapped that idea. Not that I'm not open to that again. But yeah, Blade Runner. Oof. This movie's awesome. So after I pass this off, I'll get into the numbers. Edward James Olmos. Sean Young. Uh, IMDb of 8.1. Meta score of 84, Rotten Tomatoes of 89% tomato meter, 91% audience, $30 million budget, domestically $32,914,489, worldwide $41,722,424. Directed by Ridley Scott, written by Hampton Fencher. David David Webb Peoples, based on the Philip K. Dick story. Do I didn't write it down. Something dream of a look. Yeah, it's a dream of something. I didn't watch it right down either. Do did you find a budget for this? I saw uh, thirty million on Wikipedia. I saw thirty. That's what I saw. But IMDb didn't have it. Uh, do androids dream <laughs> of electric sheep? Yeah, it was the <laughs> short story by Dick. It's a heavy movie, man. I, oh, for sure. I watched this as a kid and didn't know what the fuck was going on. Well, part of it is like you feel for the what do you call him, like Rucker Hauer, and then they you actually understand why. Yeah, they're they what? have a they have a term limit or a life limit. I'm trying to think of the term they use for them. Um, because I didn't rewatch. God it damn it! This. I know it. It's uh. Rip- Rem- remnants, not remnants. Replicants. Replicants. Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah, Which is not your. This movie's outstanding, and the fucking soundtrack too. Like, yeah. Cinematography. Sean Young looking thing. good. Sean Young before she went crazy. Yeah, she like fucking my... went crazy. She was a hard person to work with. Yeah. Like Rucker Howard was fantastic. Dutch. Um. He just died last year too, or the year before. I had an issue with. I mean, I don't. Not an issue. I struggle to understand the test that they give. It just has to like, do. With even like, now, I don't quite. I think it has to do with like how many questions there are. Where it's like, well, they even said like Harrison Ford's character Deckard. Yeah, Deckard took the test and went through X amount, and they still couldn't tell because they always left that fucking. Seed there that maybe he is a replicant. Oh yeah, that's true. And I mean, it was, clearly everybody else was. Sean Young admitted to being one. I was trying but to remember. They always left that little fucking hint there that maybe Harrison Ford is not human. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. Do you want to say like Daryl Hannah? I don't find her attractive. I never did either. I don't get it. I I, I don't either. I really don't. Never have. Just Never don't get understood it. her as an actress either. I mean, she isn't. She's a decent actress, but I only know her from that. No, Kill Bill I just too. never understood her. Like, she was the mother in Sense Eight, mm-hmm. like the original birthing of those. The mermaid vagina. 
Oh, no. yeah. She's, that is uh, she was. Yeah, that's right. She was in fucking Splash. Splash. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. That was just last year, wasn't it? Yeah. 80, somewhere in there. 83, 84. Yeah, Damn. see? You guys stick with me. I got you. <laughs> okay. You fuck. Welcome back to the conversation, motherfucker. I'm talking, but you what guys else are in your own fucking world. Talking We're about talking about a movie. What else did Rucker Howard do? And, oh, my God, my dick. He did that. Oh. He did that movie about the hitchhiker. Oh wait, my hey, stop. Is nine inches. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, the hitchhiker movie from like eighty five, eighty six. I never watched it. it Do you know what I'm talking about? The hitcher, I think. The is hitcher what it was called, yeah. Because you were going between that and the Color of Money. I'm like, dude, you need to watch Color of Money. Yeah, I'm so glad I did. That <laughs> was incredible. Yeah. Just say the verdict though. Like Paul Newman is money, dude. Like Paul Newman, I will watch any movie he's in from here on back. Like, yeah. You know, I just like to chill. But the funny thing is, I think Blade Runner is supposed to take place in, like, 2017 or something is like that. 2017 or 19, somewhere in there. Yeah, and, like, that's nowhere near what we're at now. Oh. I do love it. They showed it a couple times where it's like, enjoy Coca-Cola. Like, it's like, yep, there's still Coca-Cola. Well, I stopped aging in, like, you, You're still aging, you fucking no, I don't you gross fuck. Suck my dick. All that cigarette smoke you had over the years. Look at Ric Flair. Wow. Today. Woo! Woo! Yeah, hell yeah, Tom. Dude, I look that bad, you fuck. Yeah, you look like fucking shit stain on a Freddy mask. Well, that's bad. But anyway, yeah, I... Didn't rewatch it, so I'm struggling to. I did. Can you unplug to... uh, his mic, please? Well, I was, I was trying to remember, like the opening no, is like yours. the opening shows like the test. No, he's of that nasty. one guy. He that said was I the opening. Like no, I'm joking around. I didn't say that. Yeah, you definitely did. So you can turn his mic off. There's like the test though. The one guy where he's that like, was the opening. Yeah, he's like. And what is your apartment like? Like wife and stuff. It's like he gets starts getting really defensive. And, and is that like, the guy from like uh, House of a Thousand Corpses? I think it is. He looks like him anyway. I think it. Yeah, that used, yeah. Now I was that I thinking think about that. It. That's a good movie. That one was, and then everything went downhill for Rob Zombie from there. But I've heard it's fun time usually, but or yeah, at least horrific. Um. Yeah, I mean, and they were the group, like Rucker Hauer and Daryl Hannah. They were working on Mars and mutinied, and came back to Earth. Is that the idea? I'm trying to remember the Mars thing. I don't remember that, but yes, they were off-world anyway. Yeah, they they mutinied, but part of it's because they want a solution because they know their lifespan is limited. They, they, yeah, they know, they know they're, they're going to be done by like 2018 is, I think is right. what they say to them. Yes. And like there's a scene they find that lonely loner who lives in a toy factory or yep. some bullshit and yeah it's kind of, it's just, it's actually when you actually like rewatch it, i was like this is a strange film it's <laughs> it's not it's just strange, science, it's just like it's, bizarre it's, heady, like, it's philosophical it's very fucking dense i yeah i love it's a great like movie it. it's my number one it's my number two and thing was my number All two right. so, so yeah. you bitches got any more on your list nope 
I thought the verdict if I recommended that, but I now that you said, so I get do it. Do your usual. I mean, it's fine. Oh, uh, for mine. I mean, my, my usual is like. Do you know what missed the cut? The, I thought might be age the worst was the world according to Garp. Have you ever seen that? Never heard of it. I was thinking about. Crow it's got Robin Williams. Williams. But yeah, that's what I'm talking. And um, Glenn Close. It's her first movie. Oh, wow. She got nominated. It was the world according to Garp. It's a John Irving novel. But there's some, like, John Lithgow got nominated for playing a trans woman. Yeah. <laughs> He's a former Eagles football player who is now a woman. Okay. And it's, not that they're making fun of it, but it also is like, I don't know if this would be great in 2023. That's the reason when I was first thinking, right. like, oh, that might be. Um, My other that it missed the Go cut your... were... Um, Fast Times didn't make mine. Still of the Night, which had Meryl Streep and Paul Scheider, or not Paul Scheider, Roy Scheider. It's yeah. like a Hitchcock type film. And then Fanny and Alexander, which that is was the, the one that Bergman. I wanted to see. That's that's in that thousand and one movies to see before you die. I saw that when I was a kid. I don't remember. I, I started watching it like a couple weeks ago and I was got 20 minutes and it was like, I can't pay attention. I kind of want to, I try and every time I start my list, I Consult. start with that book. That's a good and idea. And then the last one but, was De Niro's King of Comedy. I never saw it. I've been waiting on that DVD from the library. It's still on hold. Did you get a, it's been like two weeks, um, verdict from the library? Yes. Okay, so I thought it wasn't streaming. Yeah, the library has a decent amount. That's where I got. That's where I rewatched Blade Runner because I hadn't seen it in a while. That's where I watched. Um, well, I didn't watch ET, but I actually got it. I just didn't rewatch it because I was like, I don't really need to watch this again. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, we crossed over a decent amount. So Annie was my sister's fucking favorite movie when she was a kid. I don't give a shit about that fucking orphan bitch or whatever she is. Officer and a gentleman. Was not available. I think anywhere. you guys would like that. Dark Crystal, I always liked. Never got a chance to rewatch. When you were in nostalgia, I was thinking Dark Crystal or like, not the last yeah. unicorn. That might be a little too girly, but like, yeah. What's the other one? There was like the Secret of Nim. Secret of Nim was another animated one. That's when I passed out to. Okay. Uh, Wrath of Khan is supposed to be the best of the old Star Trek. Yeah, Wrath of Khan. Khan. Tron was on my short list. Um, there was a horror movie, Cat People. Never saw. I saw that. You know what's funny? I went to the library like three, four days ago. I grabbed it and looked at the back. It was from the 1940s or 50s. That's a remake. So it's a yeah. remake. I was like, yeah. damn, it's not this one, but that's kind of cool. Sophie's Choice, never saw. It wanted, I was about to watch it, but saw it was I, like 2.40. I saw it was long, and mm. it didn't really seem that the plot it was didn't a interest romance. me that much. Yeah. Straight. Uh, Next of Kin horror movie didn't see Pink Floyd The Wall I saw I'm not oh, a big right. Pink Floyd fan. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Verdict Anything of course else, because I reco- that would be my one recommendation. The Verdict I think you'd like The Verdict. Night Shift pieces Swamp Thing was a West Craven Night Shift was DC another one movie. with Keaton and uh, yep. what's his face uh, Afans. Yep. Winkler. Swamp Thing was a West Craven DC movie. Which got trash, but Tenebre That's a... we watched, which is a uh, horror Argento. Uh, oh, yep. Argento. All right, so yeah. Well, Did you shut the fuck up? I'm not done. You, you keep fucking talking. Uh, Alone in the dark. There was a plague. 
Plague Dogs, which was animated, which was supposed to be pretty fucked up. There was another four. There was a foreign movie. I thought Tenebre is not foreign. Tenebre is Italian. It's it's one of the Gallo Italian movies, but it's in English. I thought there was another foreign movie I'm thinking of. It might have been French or Italian. It's all just him right now, so let's go. You're fine. What's your issue? What's what's Ingmar Bergman? Swedish? German. He's... Oh, German, okay. I'm pretty sure he's German. I thought it was like Nordic, like Swedish or something. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that. like I said, it's in that book. He's got that a movie, couple coming that up. That movie, that's the reason I want to watch it. It's because Fanny Alexander, it's 100 on the tomato meter. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. And Gandhi, of course. I watched three in school, hours. and it's three hours, and it was... I couldn't do it. Whatever. I don't care that much about Muhammad Gandhi. No. Definitely not. No offense to Ben Kingsley. That's the thing. that There was a three-horse race between... Kingsley's oh, a boss. But... The other one, it's not streaming anywhere. That's the reason. Missing with Jack Lemmon. Mm. It was not for Best Picture. It's called Missing. Okay. I don't... Jack Lemmon and... Um, I can't remember the girl in it, but it's about like a detective story. It's not streaming anywhere. You couldn't even fucking rent it. Uh, there's there's a bunch of movies that was up for like... best picture, and and I heard Simmons on the talk when they did the verdict rewatchables, which is funny because they did like a month ago they did that, right? And they were like they mentioned missing, and they're like that was a big deal at the time, so I don't know if it didn't age well or what, but I love Jack Lemmon. Yeah, for sure, especially in serious stuff. Actually, I got to use the bathroom real bad, so I don't know. Mm. If we're just good. We're good to yeah, go. Yeah, I think we're good. Good to go. 81's gonna be kind of weird. I don't really know much about 81. I kind of like it. Fuck off. You're dumb. 81's better than 82. Bullshit. You're fucking moron. You know what? My dick is out. Fantastic. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.